Uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the Cool Boys. Just the young boy. What? <gasps> what? <gasps> so cool. Cool? Cool. So cool. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I like some Cool Boys. When this drops, we're technically going to be in a Biden America. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's we, we should probably just preface that. Let's this be in right now. Uh, we should probably preface the fact that we have T minus 11 hours and 51 minutes of freedom left. And as then, we're recording. As, as we are starting this recording. And then after that, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Seems like a lot of people are making lists. Seems like a lot of people are planning retaliations. There's a, a list uh, element in this movie, even. Do I have the uh, GIF from the second G.I. Joe movie of the uh, what uh, Cobra flags f- f- dropping over the White House ready to text you guys tomorrow? Maybe I do. <laughs> maybe, do you really? Maybe I just thought of it now. We'll have to look it up later. I haven't actually seen that movie, but I think I got the context right. If I uh, know Felk, you won't do any of that tomorrow. <laughs> I won't even be awake. 9 a.m., yeah, fuck you'll that. You'll forget. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation. And welcome to the, like, most sacredest installment of the Cool Boys podcast. You know what I say? I don't know about you, Mr. Ballard, but I feel so much yummier. <laughs> I'm Felk, man. <laughs> Uh, hear me roar. Whoa! I think that's what this episode's all about, is listening to you roar. And I'm Biden's America Ballard, and my pronouns are we and us. Changing your pronouns won't save you now. (laughs) I'm starting right now in Biden's America, because as this episode drops, this episode will be dropping in Biden's America, even though we are recording it on the eve of the Trump presidency. Last day of freedom. Still, the last day. You can still buy a gun. Tomorrow we'll see. Yeah, well, maybe we'll get aliens tomorrow. Who knows? I think the What alien- if there's an alien at the uh, like like at the inauguration that's holding the Bible that like Biden swears on? Well, we got 25,000 troops in Washington DC and a giant wall around Washington or uh, around the Capitol at least. The green zone? And uh, we've got uh like something like 90,000 flags meant to represent all the people who would totally have shown up for Joe Biden's inauguration if he, if if it wasn't for the covid now it's just flags we can't we can't uh but the enthusiasm is so high like each one of those flags represents thousands of people who would have gone just to look at a 98 year old man with a crack addict son uh, become president well what we're talking about is now the past as this is airing so yeah who knows what actually happened tomorrow yeah, really, who knows? But uh, we're here today, tonight, this evening, to discuss Batman Returns. And, Felk, there's a lot of prophecies and prophetic talk on our on our text threads amongst our friends. And, you know, we kind of like to joke about uh, movies, meaning so and forth, and calling it beforehand and all that stuff. But you started putting together a quick list as you were texting of how Batman Returns was incredibly prophetic. No, see, that's what you think happened. Here's what actually happened. Uh Uh-oh. So, 
on a text message thread, something was mentioned. One of the many pieces of evidence came out and was texted about about how maybe Antifa was involved in the Capitol Hill riots. Uh, maybe it was the, that one guy Lies. getting arrested, uh, that the, the, the BLM like leader who had been on CNN. Fake and, news. And uh, started coming out like, oh, but maybe, you know, some of this was planned or kind of a, a psyop or, a, you know, a, 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 a hoax, if you will. I mean, not the, the actual, the, what? False flag. Okay. Um, and I texted just based on the premises. Hold on. I'm actually going to stop. Batman Returns because the glare is really distracting me. I'm playing Batman. Batman, Ret- Batman Returns in the background there, but it was a. Uh, but you was, aren't anymore. I'm right? not going anymore. The, it, the, yeah. the the flicker of the, the, the Tim Burton visuals was God, too much. I'm so of happy eye. that the audience got to hear all this. <laughs> I didn't do a test run, okay. Um, but my point is 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 that based on purely purely the idea that. Batman returns, you know, the, the penguin controls the rioters and not what he uses to get uh, elected. I texted a, a joke. Batman returns predicted all of this. But both you and the other person on that text message thread were intrigued. So on the fly, I started coming up with the reasons in which that is true and just throwing things out. Like, well, I guess uh, oh. the penguins, Pelosi, and, and the, the Circus Gangs, Antifa, and started justifying it. And then you guys said, this should be your podcast topic. Felt clearly has more to this theory, and it has like a, th- a whole thought-out like agenda and thesis. Seemed and I, that way. And of course, as always, I will call every single bluff. And I called that one too and said, yeah, totally. I have, I have a well-thought-out idea for all of this. And it, it, this is totally something that I'm sure will work and hold up. Oh, yeah? And then yeah. I actually tr- thought about it a little bit more, thought about the plot, not on the text message thread, and thought there might actually be something to this. This idea that this is a prophecy that kind of predicts uh, the last four years. Now, I mean, it's a retroactive wait, wait, wait. prophecy. Because before that, I said to you separately and privately, we really should do this as, as something if this is your original thought, unless you read this somewhere. No, I did blog. not read it anywhere. Obviously. And you made, as you said, you, you it was all yours. And then I said, okay, let's do this. And then you said, well, there's probably not enough there for Batman Returns. Let's do all the Batman content. And you started naming The Dark Knight, yes. The Dark Knight Rises, and that we would essentially review a bunch of Batman films and talk about how a bunch of Batman films predicted the future. But yeah, well, you... yes, yeah, because uh, Dark, The Dark Knight in particular predicted a lot of the Snowden stuff. And, like, I thought maybe there wasn't enough meat to my Batman Returns joke that I could just flesh it out, and if it didn't right. work, we could we could lean on all the other Batman movies. Because the politics of Batman are exist in, in a lot of different movies. Uh, I mean, the, the Nolan trilogy, most overt. But looking back at Batman Returns with this new lens, I found a whole lot more to say about it. And then I started actually preparing and, and watching, re-watching Batman Returns for this, thinking I would talk about all the other Batman movies in there, too. And immediately, scene after scene, it was like, "Whoa, that's yeah. that's something." Whoa, that what? Wait a minute. The, it starts with with that. It starts with this line specifically about newspapers and like all yeah. these things, one after the other. And I was just yeah. like, "This is all relevant," but it has to all hit, fit within this this narrative, which starts with like who each char- who each of the main characters represents in, in the world in the last you know four plus four or five years. So, I think we should just move on and get into it. Uh, this well, is the let me well, hang on. Well, yep. let me just say then, you texted me, holy shit, my theory is matching up with this movie. We have more than enough here with Batman Returns. And I said, okay, 
were doing Batman Returns only. And I then also rewatched Batman Returns recently, just watched it earlier today, mm-hmm. to be prepared for this conversation. So I actually was aware of your intricate details and knowledge of the film, and I could understand it and hopefully analyze it and criticize it with you. I'm excited, Felk. I'm always excited for, as I said earlier, a Felk Investigates episode. Well, I mean, yeah, and, all right, Batman Returns, of course, came out in 91, so it is a prophecy if this was actually predicting. Oh, 92? Yep. Uh, I mean, obviously, it it had to predict all of this, uh, but I don't actually entirely, like, I was stretching towards the end. The the third act, I was just like, eh, it's kind of stretching, you know, maybe the fucking rocket... Penguins or mail-in voting. I was just kind of trying to come up with shit. But it, it, it held up really well for the first two acts, my, my theories, in terms of the like the, what characters did being, at that time, in the timeline, what these their equivalent players in the world stage did. Okay, so. so not having read this document at all yet and having just watched the movie, I would say I think the reason you feel that way, and I feel similar, by the way, Felk, is because we're living in the third act right now. Yeah. Okay? I actually thought the Penguins at times were North Korea. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. They're they're probably North Korea in Felk's world, and I I was assuming that you had them locked down as North Korea in the future. I don't think North Korea is a real threat in any capacity. I think we should use this movie as tea leaves for guessing how things play out in the next quarter of 2021, honestly. Well, my theory kind of stops at today. Uh, it, 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 the movie ends Have basically to. tomorrow. Uh, so I, it can't predict further than that. For that, we would need the, the third Tim Burton, uh, Michael Keaton Batman movie. And unfortunately, Michael Keaton wanted too much money. So we never got Tim it. Tim Burton walked away, right? Yeah, Tim Burton walked away after Keaton left. Mm-hmm. So we'll never really know. Maybe Batman Forever has the answers. I don't think we're going to do that episode, but we'll see. We'll see how this one does. <laughs> Joel continued with the uh, with the secrets being revealed in his way. Well, let's get into this. So, first off, Batman Returns, as we said, yes, came out in 1992. It uh, is a Christmas movie kind of thing because it's like Christmas movie, like Iron Man Three is a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie, like Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. It's not a real Christmas movie. It is no. not a Christmas story. It is not um, Die Hard. Is a Christmas movie. Die Hard Two. It's not a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas. Unless right? Christmas affects the plot. And Christmas affects the plot of Die Hard, but it doesn't affect uh, this movie. There's no Christmas right. music. Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Christmas, like the magical essence of Christmas, has to actually affect the plot. Correct. Yeah. So, but this movie, however, Batman Returns, takes place at Christmas, and it was very well timed for our current viewing of it, almost, here at the uh, you know first week of January, second week of January. Yeah, we're not, we're not too far off from Christmas. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to our Cool Boy Show topic. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gay. Cool Boy Nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our Cool Boy Show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. No sweat. So cool. Tonight's episode is... The Political Prophecy of Batman Returns. (gasps) My thesis statement is Batman Returns is the story of a corrupt political candidate inciting riots 
to take control and enact dastardly agendas while fighting an eccentric outsider billionaire. I am way too drunk and high already to have this be like an, a college essay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, wrote, I, I, I love a good, good fucking uh, thesis, and this is, this is structured that way. Oh, no. So first, I just want loose outlines. <laughs> so we, before we begin going through the movie, uh, yeah. we have to first establish who all the major characters represent. These are the characters yes! and the players on the world stage. Yes. Who are they? I really do want to know. I have questions here. Max Schreck, I believe, represents globalist communism, sometimes just globalism, but globalist communism, and China, the greatest factor of globalist communism. They are, the, I mean, maybe it's a little nationalist communism, but like, it, it's both of those things. The Penguin, I believe, represents Dramatic Nancy pause. Pelosi and the socialist wing within the Democratic Party. Interesting. Uh, wow. Okay. I was so trying Penguin to... eats his fish like Pelosi scarfs down ice cream. I didn't really factor in the ice cream into any of this. Oh, you should have. It's her whole life. Well, she just like well, it, chocolate and ice cream for her. There's a little bit. There's a little bit of champagne socialism uh, in the, in this as well, but it's not really coming from the penguin because the penguin is bitter and has been rejected for so so fucking long, and all of a sudden you through violence takes control and then becomes basically the politics of, of Gotham. But uh, I, I, I kind of thought, like, is it Biden, the Penguin? No, because Biden's a fucking dead man, basically. He's, he's weakened at Bernie's. He's not really in control. And Nancy Pelosi isn't necessarily in control. This represents everybody from AOC to Rashida Tlaib to Nancy Pelosi. They're all the Penguin. Okay. The Gotham mayor, who I don't, I mean, I watched the movie, but I don't think they ever name him. They just call him the mayor. Yeah. Um, he represents the establishment moderate politicians and GOP rhinos. Okay, wow, nice. Michael Murphy, by the way, plays the mayor. Now, Selena. And, and, and I would say it was the combination of Batman and Batman Returns, watching them back on, on VHS as a kid, that prompted me to want to research people's like histories and what other movies they played in uh, or acted in because of the name Michael Murphy. I saw that name pop up in Batman Returns, and as a kid, I remember going, all right, I got to know who this Michael Murphy is in this movie. Found out he was the mayor. And then I was like, I need to know what he's in another movie he's doing. And I don't recall any of those, but that was where my whole like idea for like needing to look for movie names and people and what essentially the internet. Okay. Um, now Sorry. we are at Selena Kyle. Now hey. Selena Kyle is interesting because she's the one who has the biggest uh, transition. She's, she's the character with the character arc in this movie. Uh, who do you think she represents? Selena Kyle probably... I don't know. I'm kind of just excited to find out. Who do you think she represents? I believe she represents modern social progressivism. That's feminism, gay rights, Black Lives Matter. And because she has a transition where she goes from being meek and mild and hoping she'll get what she wants to aggressively going for it. And that transition represents what happened around late 2015, early 2016, when gay rights became mainstream after the Hodges decision. And, and all of a sudden, all these gay rights or, gay rights organizations didn't have gay marriage as their unifying objective anymore. So, grasping it into the dark, they picked trans rights 
as their new thing without really thinking through exactly what their goals were and what they wanted and what the implications were. It also represents the tra uh, Selena becoming Catwoman also represents the transition from third wave feminism to fourth wave feminism, where it went from abortion should be safe, legal and rare to shout your abortions, let's abort as many babies as possible. And black rights goes from equality of opportunity, basically ML what MLK wanted, because it's MLK Day, by the way, uh, to wanting equality of outcome, whereas the difference now is saying that basically any system that results in unequal outcome must then be systemically racist, even if there's other deciding factors, which um, yeah, I'm not going to get into it, but Candace Owens talks about this a lot, um, that, that you know could explain why those inequalities of outcomes are occurring. And of course, Selena is emboldened to her violence by who? The Penguin. Democrats. Socialist Democrats. Interesting. Okay, so, but to be clear, Selena Kyle is not cancel culture. Uh, in some ways, she do, uh, this this uh, metaphor that I'm going with in my thesis here is does say that she, like the Me Too movement. If you want to can't part say that's part of cancel culture when we were canceling a wave of men after one after another, that could be part of it. But of course, in the movie, she kind of realizes after seeing some of the grosser stuff that the penguin does step takes a step back just as feminism after me too started realizing oh we're canceling people for bad dates maybe we should pull back on this a little bit i like nz's and sorry i didn't know we were going to cancel him that that kind of thing we'll get into that when we get down there though okay and now we have bruce wayne now this was in the text message thread you guys i think we're just jokingly trolling me but who could Batman be in this real world? After I, I mentioned that, I thought Max Shrek was China and Penguin was Nancy Pelosi. You're like, who's Batman? Is Kamala. it Tulsi? <laughs> uh, who, who, could, who could Bruce Wayne in this movie represent? A billion. Biden. What? Biden. Uh, no, Bruce Wayne Aww. is a billionaire. Now, he's wealthy enough to be part of the Illuminati, the establishment elite, the rich people's club who controls the world, but he's never been part of that club. He's an outsider. He's Not too weird. He's too yeah. eccentric. He likes KFC instead of fucking fancy food. He likes McDonald's. Um, and he actually wants to hold on to his money. Bruce Wayne doesn't <laughs> just give his money, thus his power, to the police of Gotham. He could just give all of his billions to the cops. But he doesn't. He keeps it himself, and he uses it to do good himself. He fights as Batman, or perhaps, using the only power available to him, runs for president. Also, Batman is fiercely pro-Gotham. He doesn't dream. really seem to care what happens outside of Gotham, does he? he I mean, he's, he doesn't... You never see... like Yeah, in, in The Dark Knight, he goes to China. He's just going to China to get fucking one guy to bring him back to Gotham, because he's, he cares about Gotham. Just yep. as perhaps a recent president, Trump, <laughs> cared about America. He, he was the rise of nationalism. Trump was pro-America, but his concern, as are both our leader and as a private citizen, was for what happens within America's borders, just like Batman really only cares about what happens within Gotham's borders. But wait, wait, when you say nationalism, do you mean like the Nazi version of nationalism? Or? No, not socialist nationalism. Capitalist right. nationalism. Just be clear, because most people always, when they hear nationalism, they just immediately go to Nazi in their head. And I nationalism just, I, means your country first, and that your yes. government of your country takes care of your country first. 
Correct. And I've, I, I I use that word also that same way, and I get a lot of looks because I'm like, ah, I don't mean like Nazi. Um, yeah, actually, in, in, a, in a long time, Trump was the most probably forward-thinking when it came to domestic and, like, infrastructure, like, taking care of the infrastructure. And it's been a long time since infrastructure been worked on in our country. I know Obama tried a little bit, but it did fail. Um, the But Trump did. He worked on infrastructure, for sure, and that's awesome. And I think we – I personally, I think we need to do more of that in our country. We need to work in our country. He didn't just do infrastructure. More importantly, he cut red tape in government regulation that, that hampered our economy. American businesses. And that yeah. is something that like ties into the Batman theme because I do think Batman is a capitalist. He's he's not just giving his money away. I mean, he does have charities, private charities, but he doesn't just give money to the government or, or to the, the cops. It's even mentioned in uh, Mask of the Phantasm when, when Batman is pleading with his parents' grave about him wanting to quit being Batman. He's like, I can do more. I can, I can, I can give all, a lot of money, all my money away to, to the police. And a lightning bolt strikes down. Like That's the Thomas and Martha Wayne saying, no, you don't give your money to the cops. You be Batman. So uh, oh. I think that that ties into the, so the inherently so right-wing nature. Trump was at his dad's grave? And a lightning bolt possibly struck down. Like, no, you run for president. Well, Dad, it's a, I don't it's really a want metaphorical to prophecy, but I'm I do. I, I do think that Trump's decision to become, to run for president was motivated by similar impulses to why Batman decided to become why Bruce Wayne decided to become Batman. Trump's parents being murdered in an alley. More him seeing government regulations stifle his America, his American businesses. Government regulations, having 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 to build his Vegas casino with Chinese steel because no Amer American steel manufacturer could compete with the slave labor prices of China. If you wanted to build a profitable tower, you had to use Chinese steel. So he had to do it, and in doing that, he saw things need to change, and we need mm -hmm. a president who is actually cares about America. So yeah, there's there's similarities in the backstory, but now let's get Wait, into. Wait, wait, before you get into that, I have a few, qu few questions about the characters, representations, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, you said um, that you saw the Penguin, right, as, as – or no, I'm sorry. You said you saw Catwoman as the arc of the story, as the only arc of the story. But I feel like this movie's a lot – Penguin begins to me. Like, I was wa – I mean, watching this movie back, I'm like, yeah, this movie's really surrounded around – Penguin's arc and Penguin has an arc too. Uh, yeah, Penguin has an arc too because he he changes his plan briefly because he's he's like gets distracted and actually kind of thinks he's gonna be doing the mayor stuff. Uh, Bruce Wayne's the only one who really doesn't have in Rack really don't have arcs. Uh, no. I mean, because Bruce Wayne really isn't much of a character. Just as Shrek bigger character. Yeah, Trump really isn't like as big a part of. The last four years, as people have made him out to be, just as Bruce Wayne isn't as big a part of this movie as people have made it out to be. To quote Trump, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just in the way. It is not about Trump. It's about America. Trump was just the uh, the symbol. Just as Batman's power is mostly as a symbol. It's true, and that's, that's practically the only thing that is the through line through the Dark Knight trilogy, right? Is that Batman yeah, is a symbol. symbol? Yeah, he's a symbol, and, that, and that's his most powerful part of his entire of his entire uh, yeah. uh, story of his character. He's not um, making all the real changes by beating people up with his fists. It's the he does that, and people tell that story, and 
that you know gets told through all, all the crimes, uh, crime bosses and stuff, and they start to fear the the idea of Batman is more powerful than Batman himself could ever be. Just as the idea of a President Trump is more powerful than an actual president could ever be. Uh, yep, absolutely. Um, okay, so. 33 years later, after penguins tossed into the river or whatever, right, we get modern-day Christmas No, hold on. We, uh, this is... But wait. No, no. I want to ask questions about who represents who. So, but before that, we do get Paul Rubens as Penguin's daddy. Yeah. That's you, that's my next... That's next, right You up. do? You ever... Okay, he yeah, represents... But maybe, maybe look at the doc so you, so you, don't, so you know what's coming no, up. No, I want to be surprised. Okay, do you well, have Well, don't interrupt me before I'm about to get to that part of the doc. Do you have... I'm asking questions. Calm down. Do you... Uh, who represents the Ice Princess? How about that? The Ice Princess. Do you have an answer for that? Yeah, I do. You do? Okay. Uh, who represents the circus lady? Do you have an answer for that? The circus gang in general represents Antifa. I feel like the circus lady is a different character on her own. She's like Tim Burton's hot chick. Okay. Burton always has a hot chick in every movie, right? And he, like, fucks that hot chick on the side in real life. Well, allegedly. next week you can write a f- spend four hours writing a thesis, and we can go down that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I was just curious if you had a circus lady. Okay, you don't. She, she's, then, just part of, she's just part of the Red Circus gang, which is definitely represents Antifa to me. And then what about the penguins? They, I, we'll get to that. You're, that you're, okay, okay. We, no, this is a good teases, if anything. Now I have an idea. All these things are on my list. I mean, the circus lady specifically, she's just one of the, the gang. Okay, okay. So she's she, just, she, she could be that one. That, that, she, she could represent that one Antifa girl going, ah. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Or Jen or whatever. The, 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 uh, she's the Karen. Jen. She's Karen. I, I don't know. <laughs> she's all Karen, the Karens sure. of the world. She's Karen. All right. Okay, let's do it. All right. But you ask about Paul Rubin, who they represent. So I have here, this is all kind of timeline focused. It starts out 33 years in the past. Opening backstory. We see two clearly champagne socialists, elites. They reject an indignation, which they think is below them. They have a deformed baby. Yep. So what do they do with that baby? Throw it in the fucking river. Well, they first cage it. This, yeah, but then it eats a cat. And the doctor's horrified, so, so they just get rid of it. Yep. I think this represents you, when U.S. Democrats were, had their plans for a socialist utopia thwarted by the rise of a different attempted socialist union of Europe uh, by Hitler. <laughs> and after that, we had a president that, you know, a lot of great things about FDR, but after World War II, he, d- he did, you know, create Social Security. He did. He died before World War II was over. Uh, yeah, but then Eisenhower kind of continued. Not, it was on. Truman. It was Truman next. True. Sorry, Truman and Eisenhower continued on the road to U.S. Social, uh, Social Security and kind of a streamlined version of socialism. The seeds were planted, just as the seed is planted in their opening backstory. Just so it's clear, uh, 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 FDR established the New Deal, I think, in 1933. At that same time, the Reichstag fire was going on, and Nazi socialism was also growing in Germany. When socialism was growing in the United States, it was also growing equally in Germany in a different violent way. Yeah, I got that wrong in the text thread uh, that I thought it was the Penguin who mentioned the Reichstag fire. We'll get to that. But it is Max Schreck. But it is mentioned in this movie, which I think Along is fucking insane. Along with the Gulf insane. of Tonkin. Yeah, which I had to Google and read the Dude, Wikipedia page. Dude, that's what started the Vietnam War, and it turned out to be fake. And, like, in 2005, they were able to prove it was fake. It never happened. Yeah, I had to look it up. I had to learn about it. Fucking weird. Dude, that that's that... a real conspiracy theory. And people are like, conspiracy theories aren't real. This is one, like, Joe Rogan dies on. It's the Gulf of Tonkin. And, like, yeah, the Gulf of Tonkin is a real conspiracy theory. It never happened. Well, I don't like Joe Rogan because he had Alex Jones on his show once. Oh! Twice. 
<laughs> Someone's been listening to Batman and Beyond. Uh, okay, so now that the backstory is done and we've gotten through the opening credits, we get into the very the opening scenes, the world building, the establishment, and one of the first. Did you th- like? Did you like how I, I I wasn't okay? I kind of called out Steve at least on that. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Then, then you segue to talking about bears and blueberries. Uh, oh, that I mean, was good. You know, it's like, again, like, there, there's defenses of Alex Jones, but there's also inexcusable stuff he did, but he's apologized for it. All right. So the, one, of the, one of the first things that happens, and then you're real. Alex Jones in this, by the way? Is Alex Jones in your Batman Returns anywhere? No, Alex Jones is not a factor in here. He's Max Shrek's son? <laughs> no. Uh, I do have, no, I have very little about Max Shrek's son. He's not, he's more of a prop <laughs> than a character. Chip. Uh, yeah, Chip. Uh, Chip Chick, I guess. <laughs> All right, so one of the first things that happens, maybe you noticed this when you were rewatching it. One of the first things that happens is we see the the newspaper guy going, Crazy newspaper Penguin boy. lives under the fucking city. And Alfred Fake goes, news. Fake news. Yep. I reject that information. Of course, it happens yep. to be true. Sometimes fake news has some truth in it. But th- there was, I was shocked that one of the very first things that happens is, uh, you know, Batman's right hand man saying, Don't trust the media. <laughs> Alfred, Alfred is also Batman's father figure. Right? Because Batman loses his parents at the age of 8, 10. I forget what it is. Yeah. Less so, in the Burton movies. Uh, he's more of just kind of his slave. But Yeah, that's he, true. Uh, but he, Kane, Alfred does call it rubbish. He calls it right away. He calls it rubbish. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Max Shrek giving his uh, – in a, in a board meeting, he's yep. criticizing the mayor, talking about how there needs to be more power and more growth, basically envisioning his – New World Order. This could be basically a Davos, one of the da- many Davos uh, group conferences, where someone says, "Nah, we need we need a New World Order. We need more sh- socialism." And Shre- and yeah, Chip Chip Shrek comes in and said, "Dad," because he's doing a weird Christopher Walken impersonation. Yeah. Uh, Dad, try time to yes. endure the masses. And it's like, <laughs> yep. that's how they think of the people. They're 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 below them. The, the masses. The proles, basically. Yeah. The, the pro- proles, yeah, they're uh, they're 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 so large in one group of having nothing that we just refer to them as a mass, and then we call all the different masses masses. <laughs> so I should have probably said this, but on, on a on a timeline level, this is starting in like late fifteen, early twenty sixteen is where I think that these uh, events are kind of coming into play. Because the next okay. thing that happens is Selena Kyle, a woman who represents feminism, third wave at this point, says. Like, hey, I have a suggestion. And Max Shrek's like, I haven't broken in my fucking secretary yet. No, we- no, no. He, she goes, I have a suggestion. Well, actually, really, just more like a question. Yeah. Like, she even downgrades the suggestion to a question. And and, sh- and they st- and all the men still go, no, 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 no. We're, we're still going to have a man be president. We're not ready for your – it's not your fucking turn yet. <laughs> uh so Selena Kyle's input is re- – feminism is rejected in early 2016. It's final time by by, by uh, the patriarchy. <laughs> at this point, it's all the men at the table. So she's kind of Hillary in that <clears throat> moment, you're saying? Yeah. Kind of, I mean, Hillary or any female candidate. But yeah, I mean, there, there's... She kind of is... She's, I could have said Selena Kyle was Hillary Clinton, but I think she represents uh, the movement more... and The movements of social progressivism more than Hillary herself. Well, okay, it, interesting, I... I don't know this to be true at all, what I'm about to say. But, like, what I little I have seen in the news and represented in media, Hillary is the 
maybe it's because of her 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 spotlight because she ran for president. But she seems to be the only real candidate that seems to be constantly bitching and whining about her failures and blaming them on patriarchy, while other female candidates that win and or lose or win and then lose um, don't seem to always do that. Well, that's because she all she has is that she's a woman. She's white. Like, you she's don't see rich. Tulsi yelling at, the, at males as a whole and saying that men are running things. No, you see Stacey Abrams complaining that it was racism more than sexism because she's got the black card yes. trumps the woman card. All Hillary and, like, has is the woman card. complains about the Democrats card. in general. All, all Hillary has is the woman card. Yeah, she doesn't. She yes. can't blame Democrats. She can't blame really anything but the, like it's it's the sexism and, and that's why they, they rejected me just as they rejected selena kyle here next scene is uh a, yet another one of the many many speeches in this movie there are so many political speeches this is the first one the mayor is it's not the tree lighting ceremony it's it's some kind of box opens or something it's some kind of beginning of of the christmas season and no, the it's a tree lighting ceremony it is no, the tree lighting ceremony is is when they kill the ice. They call princess. it the relighting ceremony later because the whatever the first happens, one the got fucked up. Okay, so it's the yes. first attempted tree lighting ceremony. Thank you, Correct. thank you. Uh, I, I was busy with the, with the uh, prophecy Document. theory. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, I I noted that Shrek's like I'm gonna fucking take you out, Mayor, if you don't do what I say. And the mayor tells Shrek he needs a candidate to be able to defeat him. Now that means that the the, the the mayor representing the establishment GOP, you need somebody who can t- can take us down. They mistakenly think that's Hillary Clinton. Of course, it's, it it she fails um, in in real life. But I thought that was interesting. Like immediately, we're talking about like, oh, you need a candidate who's who's willing to play ball. It's like that's the world we live in now. Is fi- finding a candidate who will grease the right wheels. And of course, Trump didn't do any of that. Uh, yeah, and and then like a scene maybe few scenes later uh, after actually i think uh selena is killed and turns into catwoman you see uh bruce and shrek have their scene together and i think that's the scene where max goes mayors change we'll get to that well yeah we, we have that we right? have, we okay. have we'll, we'll get to that scene too uh, i did think it was funny though at the tree lighting ceremony the first one where uh, max is throwing presents into the uh, crowd and it reminded me of trump throwing paper towels at the crowd for the hurricane I thought that, like, I caught some similarities there, and I actually thought for a moment, like, I wonder if Max is Trump for Felk, but nope, he's China. Yeah, no, come on. Of course Batman's Trump. Um, no. <laughs> uh, so the next, all right, so Shrek gives his speech, Shrek being globalist communism, or glo- just mm-hmm. globalism. He promises to bring world peace, the ultimate terrifying goal of globalism. And then you see the penguin from the sewers say, Oh, but you will, Max, or Max. Oh, but you will, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but you will. Oh, but you may. What was it? Oh, yeah, but you shall. Like... I think. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Antifa attacks. Early 2016, the first Antifa <laughs> attacks begin happening. Portland, all that shit. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I have that later too. But like, this is the beginning of the fucking. Uh, early 2016 is when you started seeing like Antifa like directing traffic in Portland and shit. Well before what I never saw that that's yeah, crazy yeah well they they just like t- had taken over like blocks of the city at, but not for extended periods of time we'll get to Chaz don't worry but Antifa attacks Woo! Batman comes in saves the day that doesn't really apply to the uh, to, to, to this prophecy uh, Batman okay by the way just Batman kills one character in the in the Antifa I guess yeah. And it's the uh, fire breather character, and we never see that character again for the rest of the film. No, Batman kills people in this movie. It doesn't really affect the prophecy, but it, it is unique looking back at, at, at a 
Not a Batman movie where. Well, wait. Who who did Trump murder in that scene? A fire breather. Yeah, yeah. What, like, what version of Antifa is that, or what? What did he shut down? What was that? Uh, he someone. Maybe maybe that was his. Uh, you know, criticism of Obama on Twitter. I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really think about that that specific character representing anybody. So uh, none of the deaths, none of Batman's deliberate deaths. I are did. Th- I, I did think of because you know, like Trump had been waiting for a, a, a reason for America to need a fucking insane, completely outsider president for a long time. And when you see Batman in this movie, right after it, the Red Circus Gang Antifa attacks, he's just fucking sitting there in the dark, waiting to be Batman, just like Trump was just waiting to, for his time to run for president. <laughs> he's sitting in that chair waiting for a giant Trump signal to get out there. Release the signal! <laughs> I mean, this isn't on, on, on the fucking list, but like, actually, actually, is it in the Burton movies? You never see like Wayne Tower. I guess it's just in the, the Nolan trilogy, especially specifically in Batman Begins. Well, like, it, it has, like, the Tower, Wayne Tower has Wayne written on it huge, just like the fucking various Trump Towers. I feel like you do see a Wayne Tower in one of the Schumachers, right? You must have. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, And it's like a terrible early, like, mid-90s CGI in Forever. And it, it okay. pans through the city, and it has big Wayne letters on it, just like All right, Trump I was going to say, I feel like in Schumacher he must have done it, because then he was playing more with, like, cityscapes. Well, that's not something that's played with commonly in the Burton films, it's usually you're in Gotham. Because it's map paintings. They don't really do that. They can't, yeah. They can't really. But, but the cityscape at the beginning of Batman Returns, um, when uh, uh, the mother and father, Penguin's mother and father, are walking through the park, there is a cityscape shot, and it's beautiful. It's in the snow, and it's in, like, late evening, but it is beautiful. And it's a map painting with, like, blinking lights on it. Yeah. the first, I, 89 Batman's a lot more map painting heavy. This one was set bound, but. Maybe it was a map painting. Maybe it was a backdrop. I don't know what it was, actually. Well. It was interesting. Next scene. Whatever. After Antifa attacks and, and, and Batman fights, uh, Penguin kidnaps temporarily Max Shrek, brings him down to uh, the, the sewer, brings him down to his level. Yes. And says, and basically says, like, hey, I, all, his secret plan at this point is eventually to kill all the firstborn children of Gotham. But he tells Max his plan is just to come out of the limelight. Uh, he wants to... Be a person, basically. Simple things. Uh, and, and he'll and explain- blackmail you if you don't allow him to do exactly. it, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's beautiful how this is like lining up. It's, it's, it's not like, at this point, I wasn't reaching for this metaphor. Because mm-hmm. the penguin is, says, Max, you right now are a well-respected monster. Well, as I, to date, am not. Him saying that is basically equivalent to the Democrats in early 2016 kind of showing China the way to mainstreaming communism. This is right when, you know, did, like uh, Hollywood movie studios started caring more about China's box office than America's. American businesses started caring more about China's consumerism than Americans. Considerably, though. You mean considerably, because in 2013... There was the, there was the change into like people paying attention to Chinese blocks office and stuff like that. Iron Man three had like a few minutes shot just. Yeah, this Chinese is twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen. I mean, the, the timeline's not perfect, but I mean, but this close. is this is basically right when yeah, China started becoming a major player in world economics, and yeah. it was I believe socialist Democrats kind of the ones who were especially uh, heads of movie studios, your Jeff Bezoses and other. Prominent players, oh prominent elite billionaires who weren't the <gasps> pro-American outsider like Trump, uh, were showing China the way. 
And the Penguin Democrats then say to Shrek, China, either you help us or we will reveal your evils, like the hand of the guy he killed, which or Muslim Uyghur concentration camps and slave oh. labor. So either help us or we're going to fucking show you the world what you're really doing. It goes the other way, too, because even Penguin says to Shrek in that scene, you flush it, I flaunt it, yep. meaning if China is flushing it, too, like, right, because they're Shrek, then they're flushing the Uyghurs, and then the I flaunt it being Penguin, that's Pelosi and, and the Democrats essentially flaunting all of the slave labor in China and turning a blind eye to it yep. by not but taking all the products and pushing them onto American public. Instead of being like, guess what? All your products you're getting right now are made by people whose families are being murdered, who are in working camps that could be potentially death camps. Correct. We just don't even know yet yep. because we haven't had a chance to actually go in that country mm-hmm. and see these camps. We only look at them from satellites. This is the NBA also putting, uh, having all their merchandising made by those Muslim Uyghur concentration camps. And flush it, I flaunt having, it. having their players, allowing them to put any kind of political messages they want, like any kind of Black Lives Matter or any kind of social progress slogans on their jerseys. One of them says, well, free Hong Kong on their jersey. Nope, <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, so, cancel. Uh, yeah, I mean, so. Cancel. <laughs> all right, next scene. Wow. Next scene. Well, that'll all come back, trust me. Next scene. Selena Kyle comes home. She sees her cat. Selena Kyle, who represents third wave feminism at this point, comes home. She sees her cat come in. It's like, oh, her hairy kid, pussy. Her, 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 like, oh, Miss Kitty, uh, having having your fucking back from your sexual escapades. So feminism is wishing it could be more of a slut. It's looking at strippers. It's looking at oh the future God. of OnlyFans, Pornhub. <laughs> uh, it's, it's looking at, at at sexual progressivism. Going, I wish I could have that. But I can't because I'm not a slut. Slut shaming started becoming a word or phrase wow. around 2016, didn't it? Yeah, but they always try to put slut shaming on boys doing it, and I just feel like what oh, a it's lot been of women. People... It's oh no, yeah, it's no, I know they women. do. But like I, when I when when guys kind of talk about sluts, whether it's a guy being a slut or a girl being a slut, I always kind of think She's of it slut. as more of like. It's exciting. We're like we're like talking about sluts as if they're blockbuster movies during the summer. Like you're like, oh my god, you hear about this slut? Whoa! If you even laugh at the joke, she's a slut. You're gonna have to apologize, Ballard. Felk, I have I have cut that into our show countless times. <laughs> Possibly the most after Christian Bale's no, uh, the most used she's a uh, slut. sound clip we've had here. <clears throat> um, and, but it's important. But she's a slut, by the way. Jeremy Renner says she's a slut. She's a slut. Chris Evans then goes says a complete whore. Yeah, I know. While laughing. <laughs> While whore. laughing. I knew you yes. were going to say something like that. Yes, a complete whore. He, they both they, they both call Scarlett Johansson. She's a slut, a complete whore. And you know what? I hope they're right. I hope Oh yeah, no, right. I, that would be great. <laughs> That would be amazing. I mean, they're talking about the character, though, not not. Scarlett. Well, speaking of sexy and hot, oh. let's just real quickly take a side tangent on. on oh Michelle no, Pfeiffer. we can't. We okay. No, this is real quick. Michelle Pfeiffer, by the way, she's peak. Oh yeah. She she's peak in this movie. This is the most peak Michelle Pfeiffer that has ever been. Um, I love actually in the scene where uh, we're about to get to where she's about to get killed. Is that I'm assuming we're going to get to that. That it is great foreshadowing the way that Tim Burton shot the scene where uh, she's sitting down looking up at Max Shrek and her eyes. Um, looking through her glasses, there's a shadow cast by her glasses 
that are, is on her face that will actually kind of silhouette and mark where her cowl, her cat cowl, will be for her eye holes. And it's this great foreshadowing in that I, moment I, I before that. she actually dies and becomes Catwoman. Look at this that. Is, there's a whole point to that. But um, I'm watching Michelle Pfeiffer in this movie, Silk. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, who is Catwoman today? And I know we've picked Zoe Kravitz, but if I were to recast Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, I kept seeing Alexandra Daddario over and over and over again. No, too cutesy. Not not menacing enough. Oh, dude, those eyes. She's got cat eyes. She's got sexy cat eyes face. No, you need, you need someone who hair. you would bite. She's too soft. Uh, but, like, look. Okay, so yes. we're still in her Let's apartment. And, and yeah, she's listening apartment. to her messages. And while she's listening to her messages, she looks down on the, at, the, at the taser. The taser that she picked up from one of the Antifa Circus gang members. I believe so during the, during the tree lighting ceremony the first time. I believe this represents around where maybe about March 2016. This is when social progressivism learns that violence through Antifa can achieve what they want and begins leaning into that violence. This is the beginning of her character arc too, and she realizes like that she, she could be aggressive too. Uh, and then she first finds out that she has to go back to the office because she forgot to do something. So, she, so that's the next scene. She's at the office, at Shrek's office, and Shrek walks in, and she's like, and "He's like, why'd you do? You know, what are you doing?" And she stupidly mentions that she's realized that Shrek's power plant. Shrek, of course, represents global communism, globalist communism. Shrek's power plant does what? It looks like a gener it generates power, but it's actually stealing it from the city and storing it. Just like communism. What? Communism looks like it's helping the the average worker when in actuality it's stealing their wealth from them. Yeah, if you ever thought it was the 99% versus the 1%, get ready for communism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to get a lot worse. And of course, yeah. com globalist communism doesn't like this slight that feminism is done against it. And, it throw and Shrek throws uh, Selena out the window. This represents, of course... China's storied treatment of women. How many little girls were killed right after being bored? Nails in their fucking heads because of the one-child policy. China's treatment of women is abhorrent in global communism, or globalism is treatment of women throughout the world because globalism encompasses all powers and Saudis and everywhere, but specifically China's treatment. Uh, it's been abhorrent, and of course, this is represented. Shrek just throws Selena out the window because she's a problem. Don't be a problem to, to our, our, our goal, feminism. Get in line. Wow. That matches and, up. And then, of course, uh, Selena somehow comes back to life uh, through the power of cats. That part's not. Yeah, who are the cats? What do they represent? Uh, so I, I believe that it's, it's more. It's, this is Selena feminism. She comes back to the cats. I don't know what the cats represent. The second wind that feminism gets uh, in, in early 2016, like March through May. Uh, are they the feminist movement? She comes home. She goes fucking wild. Starts ripping up her apartment. Just goes fucking crazy. And yeah, starts Me Too. Remakes Ghostbusters with women. Starts advocating yeah. for trans kid surgeries. This is feminism going crazy. Hello here becomes hell here. Hello there becomes hell here. And, and, and it's just feminism now transitions just as, as Selena transitions to Catwoman. Feminism, fourth wave feminism transitions. Sorry, third wave feminism transitions to fourth wave feminism. And it's no longer about we want equality with men. It now becomes we kind of want revenge. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. And you start hearing the word, the patriarchy, a fucking lot. 
Uh, I also have pens in my house that say smash the patriarchy. Um, Felk, wait, to back it up, just during my rewatch, having rewatched this film and never really connected that Christopher Walken allegedly killed Natalie Wood, when he kills Michelle Pfeiffer, Selena Kyle in this film, where he's like about to kill her and then he stops, he goes, oh, oh. Ha 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 He laughs at her. Yeah, he was probably he put, thinking back to when he killed Natalie Wood. That's what I was thinking. Like, dude, is he fucking channeling when he actually murdered Natalie Wood and that's how he pushed her off the boat? He just did that whole, like, fi- like fake out, like, psych out. Like, oh, I, I was going to do it. Boom! It is a little weird. Do you think he did that? Because, by the way, this movie came out in 92. I don't know if he actually 90- killed Natalie Wood. I, I, don't, I don't really Felt, know enough about you know that story. You know he is, cl- it's, he is, okay, he, he is allegedly the killer of Natalie Wood 100%. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. That can be your next week's episode. Uh, no, I don't want to do an episode about how Christopher Walken may have, may have killed Natalie Wood. Eh, just Google it, it Cool Boy Nation. I'm sure there's a lot of theories. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's tons of theories. But he was on the boat. No, the thing is that he was – Christopher Walken was on the actual boat as well with Natalie Wood and with her husband, um, Robert right. Wagner. They were both – all three of them were on the boat along with the captain. And she was probably a problem for them, and they needed to get rid of her. And, but that's what I'm, I'm not excusing like, it. I'm just trying to come up with what allegedly happened. that's what happened. I think we see in Batman Returns how he killed her. Uh, I mean, again, it is weird to take a role like where you kill a woman by pushing her out of something. But hey, that's for the courts to decide. We're we're talking Even about Leo the pro- never pushes Marion out the window, right? She falls. We're we're, uh, we're talking about this political Deception. prophecy. In, in the events in Batman Returns, not Christopher Walken's possible murders. Um, but next next scene, the second Christopher fucking, Walken may have murdered Natalie Wood, allegedly. The, the, the second press conference of this movie, because there's so many fucking public press conferences attended by about 20 people on the same fucking uh, back lot that they, they built and used throughout the entire Beautiful. movie. Uh, the mayor is giving yet another speech. Uh, Antifa pretends to take it over. And, of course, just like Steals Democrats baby. said, hey... Antifa, calm it down in like two, in like April, May 2016. Uh, the penguin saves the mayor's baby, just like Democrats are going to hope to you know to save uh, America and Republicans from well, in this case now the Trump, who may have at this point in our story announced his candidacy and also saving it from Antifa. All these bad things will go away if you just elect whoever our candidate is, who at this point might be Bernie Sanders, and it might be. Uh, uh, Hillary Clinton, but uh, you know, because Trump is running against every, you know, nobody thought Trump was going to win at this point. We, we thought it was going to be Jeb! Exclamation part. Please clap. <laughs> oh my God, so sad. Please clap. Uh, and when he's being uh, trying to find out like who his parents are, like the next scene, the penguins, like you know, at the uh, cemetery, uh, yeah. a reporter's like badgering him, and Max Shrek tells the reporter to quote, "Give the Constitution a rest. It's Christmas." Yes. It's Christmas. Uh, I mean, that's globalism telling reporters, don't print shit. We don't want you to print. I think that's what's going on there. Interesting. Uh, Next scene is Batman uh, doing research on the Penguin. Uh, This is Trump as a candidate uh, against researching, all the other... Researching? I would love to see Trump in that seat researching like that, reading well, newspaper articles. and what happens? Alfred comes in and gives him, I believe it's, he's saying, I didn't look up the subtitles, but I think he says Pichiwa or Vichywa, Vichywa yeah. soup. I think it's Vichywa and it's French, yeah. And, and Trump doesn't, <laughs> and Batman doesn't like it because it's fucking cold and it's like, it's Vichywa soup. He loves it. He just does, he was shocked when it was cold. He thought he handed him cold soup. 
and he was upset about that, and he was probably about to backhand Alfred. Alfred knew what to do right away, correct it, and say, no, sir, that's supposed to be cold. And then and that's when, when Bruce went, okay, I'm not going to backhand you anymore. All right, well, that contradicts my, my notes for the prophecy. I have written down, Batman doesn't like rich, <laughs> we, Batman doesn't like weird rich person soup, and Trump loves McDonald's. <laughs> so that was the parallel I was, I was building there. However, I, mean, I guess he, do, he, does, he does eat it, I guess, yeah. Yes, and no, he eats soup in both films, Batman and Batman. I know, Bat- this has, Batman has is soup, very soup-heavy. Soup yeah, uh, Burton loves soup. But here's my feeling, my real take on Keaton, or Keaton's uh, Bruce Wayne. Keaton's Bruce Wayne would have much rather have eaten McDonald's than French soup or soup in a giant hall. And this, and the, both the Tim Burton movies were heavily marketed tie-ins with McDonald's. KFC, oh. I think it was a KFC. <laughs> no, it was McDonald's. I, I had the fucking McDonald's cup that was cold. Like cold. I think we've talked about this in the past on the show somewhere. The Batman like, Returns, it was like a, a frosted glass cup you could only get at McDonald's. I think we talked about this in Fast Food, maybe? Fast Food episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, Batman was uh, big nice. with McDonald's. Uh, the, and, of course, that's... The VHS? Because... Yeah, the the uh, CEO of fucking McDonald's, when he finally got to see Batman Returns, he was like... He was so pissed. Um, Fuck. <laughs> Why is this weird sexual fetish movie uh, going to be on our cups? This is There's a movie a about perverted sex. sex. Yeah, this movie, they say, obviously, just the pussy I'm looking for... Um, there's the, uh, uh, there's a line where, you know, he says, you know, well, you find it hard to forgive me? And she goes, semi hard, I'd say. Yeah. Like, th- there's like, there's, there's a lot in this movie where I'm just like, oh yeah, there's unlimited poontang is one of the offers Shrek well, gives Penguin. I get, I get that Michelle Pfeiffer's character, they'd be like, yeah, be really sexual, sexy it up. But why did they say, all right, Danny DeVito, <laughs> also sexual, sexualize it up. It's like, no, but it's was... like, okay, it, it's actually in the story because it's even at the end when he's yelling at the penguins, the, the cheer line that gets all the penguins hard and has them screaming is when he says, we're going to, you know, uh, men yeah, and women alike, we're going to destroy the blown sky high. Zones. Yeah, yeah yep. exactly. Yep. I don't but have that. The movie notes, is very so sexual. Like Tim Burton, but Tim Burton has also always been very sexual. And like I said earlier, Tim Burton always has a fuck mate on a set and you can tell who it is because she's usually tall Big busted and blonde, yep. and even even if she's wearing a blonde wig, she's usually the person that Tim Burton is fucking on the side. No, uh, Tim Burton allegedly. Fucks. I like I, li- I like that about Tim Burton. Um, Every single right. one of his movies. I'm not kidding. Every single one of his movies. You go back, you find there is a he has a blonde fuckmate, and in and, and unfortunately, um, in uh, the Planet of the Apes, his fuck his fuckmate is one of the apes, but she can't be blonde in that movie. She's a chimp, but it's like Lisa Marie or something like that. I can't remember her name. Well, no, that but, was the movie where he he dumped. She's in the movie. He dumped her for Helena Bonham Carter in that while making that movie. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, there it is. Then so yeah. he switches fuckmates in that movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean but, I like that he's a weirdo goth kid who he also does like blonde. Fucks. He puts blonde wigs though, but these women almost never are blonde. They're always like these dark brunettes in real life or, or raven haired people in real real life. But he puts these blonde wigs on them in films. Uh. I don't know if you know this, but the, the director who replaced him on the next movie did not like women. He was into men. Uh, and and it, I, I do feel like the sexual repression of, of Batman Returns is a weird, like, switch to Batman Forever's much more Nipples. sleek, marketable sex. It's not fetish sex. I mean, it's a little bit fetishy with, with the gold kid. Like, like, yeah. like in the rubber. Yeah, but it's, it's mainstreamable fetishness. Whereas this is like sick and twisted penguin wants to fuck Catwoman fetishes. So it's 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 a weird 
the Batman movies are weirdly sexual. And then the Nolan movies aren't sexual at all. So it's weird. Right. Uh, next. Okay. This is actually part of the, so much of the prophecy, but I just want to say the next seed can, contains what is probably my favorite shot, single like shot in any or visual in any Batman movie, which is the, uh, the Batmobile Batman just kind of slowly driving through the city, patrolling yes. the streets, the snow, uh, the Batmobile tires leaving its imprints on the snow, and the jet is just idling. It's got a little, slight little flame, but it's still enough to actually melt the snow. It's such a beautiful visual. Yeah, I actually, I love those shots. There's like, I think it's two shots there. And then um, you, you see uh, inside the Batmobile, I'm not sure if it's the next shot, if there's a shot of Penguin inside for a second. But, um, yeah, and then he's, he's yeah, Keaton in there. The, inside the Batmobile shot, I love that angle. Alfred I'm calls him too. on video chat and, and, yeah. and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm look, I, I think he knows who his parents are. When I saw that shot uh, this evening, I yelled out like so loud. I'm like, oh, dude, Keaton's the best Batman. And I know I've said on this podcast before, I think he is. He ben is. Affleck is the best Batman when I – but. And Bale's also like the best Batman. The thing is, they're all great Batman. They're all, like the three of them no, are just Keaton's great Batman. The best in Batman. Keaton, Keaton is Keaton's the best. so good though, and I'm excited. Honestly, I really hope Flashpoint, whatever they're gonna call the Flash movie, uh, does come out and it does stay with Keaton in it because I'm so excited to see Keaton again as yeah, Batman. No, it, He's so perfect. It, it, in this, I mean, there's like 35 minutes of him as Bruce Wayne or Batman in the entire two hours of this movie, but it's so good every time he's on screen. And this is a simple scene where he's sees that the yep. Penguin's writing down shit at the fucking Hall of Records, and he tells... Doesn't trust it. He, he, yeah, he tells uh, Alfred, like, I think he knows who his parents are. I, I, I don't yeah. trust this. This is about the time in our timeline that candidate Trump would begin warning us, hey, Democrats are fucking socialists. They're going after socialism. That's their goal. They're going to... I mean, like, it, this is well before there were, anyone knew the letters A, O, and C. Nobody had... There was nobody in the Democratic Party who would say, socialism, socialism. Bernie, Bernie Sanders was beginning... To, Bernie Sanders was beginning to grow, but he would always say, it's democratic socialism. It's it's a little bit different than regular socialism. It's a socialism with extra steps. But the rest of the Democratic Party distanced themselves from that. Bernie was the weirdo. Bernie was the outsider. Bernie yeah. wasn't going to be our candidate. Maybe He's he will be. Democrat with an asterisk. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But Trump was the one saying, this is what they're all going to do. Bernie's difference is just that he's saying it, which is why a lot of people who, including myself, who don't like any of Bernie's policies and think he'd be terrible and they should never be implemented, still have respect for Bernie Sanders because the guy has been honest and has had the same statements, making the same statements for like 50 years. Nobody fucking does that. He has been, I mean, that's what Rogan said about him, right? That he has been consistent for so long and that in itself has power to it. So Rogan said about Bob Lazar. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so, uh, uh, Selena Kyle now goes out on the, uh, prowl, uh, her first outing as Catwoman. She prevents so rape or something, right? Selena Kyle prevents a rape, and then what Dude, does she do? What does she do immediately after stopping the rape? My kids were in the room for that scene, and I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I was watching it actually at 1.5 speed at that point because I was kind of like, let's get through this scene fast. But, um, yeah, I was like, Jesus, uh, I think this is a rape scene. It is. Is this the first time your kids saw Batman Returns? Yes, and then they didn't get to see the whole thing. I wouldn't let them watch the whole movie because I was telling them we have to watch Batman first. And then you get to watch Batman Returns. So they kind of oh, saw they haven't seen bits and they haven't seen eighty nine yet, huh? No, they've huh. not seen eighty nine yet. I want them to. I want them to be older for eighty nine, so I want them to actually understand it um, a, a little bit more because it's a little bit more complex of a film. 
along with like Indiana Jones. They haven't seen the Indiana Jones, uh, the Indiana Jones films yet either because I want them to be able to actually, actually understand it and really yeah, yeah, they're yeah, complicated. Yeah. But um, Star Wars things like that, yeah, they've seen that shit. You know, right, and, and other, a lot of other things you know of. I asked a question though, which is um, right after Selena Kyle prevents that rape, what happens next? She. Uh, literally yells at the woman. She like criticizes the woman and like yep. essentially says like she's asking for it all the time. Victim which is what blaming Pamela Anderson hers. said. That's what Pamela Anderson said about uh, Harvey Weinstein. A lot of Harvey Weinstein victims or potential victims or whatever they wanted to call themselves. Well, uh, you you, themselves. you swear to me you're not looking at my notes. I'm literally looking. <laughs> I have at written down. Type. Selena Kyle prevents a rape, then criticizes the victim for waiting <laughs> for a Batman to save her. Yeah, and this is parallels. Like that. Yeah. Me too happens. Like me too really gets started. And women who were complicit in the abuse are not held accountable. Parenthetical, Harvey. We talked about the Pamela Anderson aspects of that on this podcast because I, I actually, as a huge fan and lover of Pamela Anderson's secret lover, extra hard. Uh, not I, at all uh, secret, oh. sure. I just I I was like up, uh, upset when she was getting attacked for saying logical rational things. Yeah. So yeah, but no, I'm not reading the doc. This is awesome that yeah, that was in your doc, so that connected. Okay. So Wait, we're in 2017, se- October 2017, right now in your doc. Uh, me too. I guess right. No, me, me too, too happened in October. For Tr- Trump won the 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 primary in June. Me too started in like March to April. It was October. May. It was October 2017 is when it re- when Harvey got taken down and Andy Signor got taken down because I was dealing with the Tubbs fire in that point and I remember right, well, maybe my timeline's not perfect then, then. but I didn't I didn't know what was happening that weekend of uh, that that particular weekend Harvey went down because I had lost all communications with the world because the fire had surrounded us so I remember when I came out of the fire world and remember I was how's Harvey Weinstein doing oh no I was like I was like oh my god Harvey got taken down Andy Signor got taken down Screen Junkies is dead Screen Junkies wasn't dead it was dead for like two weeks or something it was dead for a while and then it came back and apologized for Andy and the thing is is Andy didn't do anything wrong it's it's so fucking crazy I I am a huge fan of Andy Signor's now I know he texted uh, you again today I was I was DM'd we DMing us. today. Honestly, yeah, he was DMing us. Yeah, we didn't get him yeah. on the show. I, I, he needs to stop being a. He'll, being no, a, he will never come on. He doesn't want to be a part of our show. <laughs> all right. Well, the next. Let's get to the next scene because the next scene is is what you were trying to talk about earlier, which is uh, Trump in the boardroom with Shrek, and this is Trump Batman questioning Shrek's intentions. He says Gotham has a surplus of energy. Why do we need more? Well, one of Trump's campaign uh, platforms was America has a workforce. Why are we using China's slave labor to make all of our shit? Yeah. That's what it. it? You had to say about that <laughs> was that a mic drop? <laughs> yeah, uh, that, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. That scene, I, I, I was, I was looking at that scene from a lot of different perspectives. That was not one I saw. Yeah. Well, in, in globalist China's uh, Shrek's uh, response to. Uh, Batman Trump's criticisms is it says blue bloods tire easily mayors get replaced yes that was it yeah may- not mayors change yeah I think they said later things change but yeah mayors yeah, get replaced that's penguin yeah, yeah but ma- mayors get replaced meaning like hey if you if this candidate doesn't play ball we'll find another candidate who plays ball dude birdie all I can think about birdie doesn't seem to be playing ball right now no and I, dude, when I was watching that scene okay so I didn't realize you were gonna follow a timeline so I'm like watching it and I didn't realize you're gonna add China so I was trying to like decipher it in a different way the film, but I would say that um, when I I saw that scene, um, uh, you know, mayors get replaced. I just immediately thought, oh, Newsom, 
oh, I hope you get recalled. I hope you get recalled so bad. And then there's this great line where the kids got the experience where Penguin is hitting on uh, one of the uh, uh, campaign people. I forget. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't go into that yet. Oh, okay. Well, uh, can I just say what he says? What? Okay, so okay, so they're talking about being recalled, right? And there would be a void, and that Cobblepot would fill the void. I'd like to fill and, her void, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I'd like to fill her void. And the kids are in the room for that. What does that mean, Dad? I'm like, well, he, it just means that, you know, if she has space <laughs> in a room, he's going to go fill that space in the room. <laughs> I, I love, I, I, I do love these little sides of, of Dad Ballard trying to uh, Sorry. S- sanitize the, the world that we love. No, I do. Uh, the, 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 of like how you would explain because Batman Returns. I fucking I saw that when I was I guess ten years old in theaters. Completely, yeah, completely same, inappropriate. Same in theaters for me with to my see. mom, and I, my mom must have been blushing that so much, and I didn't realize any of it when I saw it at ten or whatever I was eight, twelve, whatever. I was like eleven, I think technically. I was like, I definitely, I, I, I wonder, like, damn, was my mom blushing like watching this movie? I mean, it's it like I, I just it is shocking that this that this is a Warner Brothers mainstream Batman movie and it is just for children perverted. I mean, it's not for children, but it was oh, supposed dude. to be acceptable for them. It's yeah, it's for children. I thought it was for children at the time. We had the toys. I had the bat ski. My little brother had the Batmobile that turns into the bat pod, and I actually had the Batman with the actual body armor armor abs and yeah. this is the only movie to have the armor armor abs where it's like looks like armor every other movie looks like it all looks like human body armor yep, no like I, like I think this is the best body. costume i think this is the best singular batman costume it's it's it doesn't look like a human being it looks like somebody wearing armor that's yes. it's the only it's the only time until we get into like you know the Christopher Nolan yeah um and shit but like yeah I, and i remember thinking wow and i had this toy and i had a whole bunch of toys from this fucking movie i love this movie yeah well when i was a right. kid Speaking of the speaking of sexual innuendos, there's a lot of it in this scene. The scene continues. Selena Kyle comes in. She's now fourth wave feminism. She's slutty. She's got an OnlyFans. She's report you know supporting support your local sex worker. Uh, sex work is real work, and she flirts nice. with Batman. Now that's weird. She represents social <gasps> progressivism, and Batman represents Trump. But wait, that happened, and we had a name for it. It was called red pilling. We had we had Trump fucking giving speeches to the fucking log cabin Republicans, waving a gay fucking rainbow flag. We had gay Republicans grow tenfold, not immediately, but over the course of the next four years, the log cabin Republicans like open membership would grow by ten percent, like by by, by uh, ten ten times. And we ha- I have written here Cassie J because she represents that's the director of the the movie the Red Pill. Um, the documentary, which represents women who had always been feminists. Now hearing all this, we have to smash the, t- the patriarchy shit. We have to destroy any man who's any man who's ever tried to have sex. And, and just and thinking like, but I have brothers, I have a son, or I have a husband, or a dad, and I don't want to smash them. <laughs> and, I know, and, and, I know, I hate that ter- terminology. Honestly, the smash the patriarchy. I, I hate the smash part. Yeah, well. You, I hate the the whole ideology behind it, but I this is this the, uh, Selena's flirtation with Batman doesn't from this point on factor too much into my prophecy. Wait, wait, but Selena's it does flirtation with Batman or Bruce? What do you Bruce, mean? Bruce, yeah, Bruce. Okay. I, Batman's okay. just the character. I mean, I I, I can you can call Bruce. Well, Batman. no, no, because she like time. she flirts with Batman later as Catwoman. 
or does she flirt with Bruce later when they're taking their costume? I mean, you know, they're the same characters, really. I mean, Bruce, yeah, Selena first with, with Bruce, Bruce Wayne, and I think that represents the the concept of red pilling. Uh, Blacksit, uh, the log cabin Republicans becoming more and more of a thing. Whatever the, the gay exit is that that the gay the gay Blacksit that they tried to do that kind of got some. Uh, uh, oh, go go your own way or what it was called. Uh, walk away. Hashtag, hashtag walk away or all that stuff. The fact that Trump's uh, that Trump performed in this election better with basically like like Latinos, black people, every fucking demographic that they said were supposed to hate Trump grew in, in actually his, his his voting percentage. Of course, white people it shrunk and they all voted for Biden and maybe that's why he lost. Um, but uh, that is what I think that the Selena relationship with Batman represents. And I don't really go into it too much after that. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. But uh, I never heard of red pilling. Watch the documentary. Uh, I think it's called Red Pill. Just look, just look. It was on Amazon Prime for a while. And then, of course, they took it down. Cassie J is the name of the uh, feminist director who uh, directed it. And it's, it's a, it's a really terrifying uh, movie because it shows all the ways in which the system is like we men are just disposable we die in wars we fucking get destroyed in divorce court and you know there's all the all these things that you know a feminist like gradually looked into to find out about these mm-hmm. horrible misogynists and, and found out like oh my god uh maybe everything i've been told was kind of a lie um so that's I what tell the, you, so i i obviously we did our political test episode and everything and we we found you know where you landed and where i landed um i, I landed a little bit centrist left and so as a centrist left person, you were six you were six down and two to the left i am four to the right and four down so if you know what that means cool nation awesome <laughs> so it means you're that a, mean it means you're a you? fucking left-leaning libertarian you're so you're 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 not sorry so i almost said socialist you're uh you're left-leaning t- libertarian more or less like tulsa gabbard Socialists killed my people about uh, 80 years ago. Um, no, really? I uh, I would say that like uh, um, come I to the right I then, would, buddy. <laughs> it's, I, you'd be safer than there. I I looked at these um, the the I don't even know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't, it's okay. I, 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 I'll, wait, I'll keep us going. And what? No, wait. What did you, what did you just mention? Ah, oh, too bad. God, it's okay. If you, you, you'll 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 remember it. No, it's too many. Too many right. everything's. Next scene is uh, Shrek comes, globalist China comes up. To oh yeah, Penguin. I was gonna say. It ah, god damn matter. it! It really doesn't right. matter. Actually, never mind. The next scene's a scene where Shrek uh, convinces the penguin to to run for mayor. Let me finish this point. Uh, and that represents so Shrek convincing the penguin to be his candidate represents China giving money through Soros to the socialists uh, running. This will intensify in 2018. We're still in 2016, but you know, that's where all these fucking really far-left candidates start taking over the party. Who's Soros in all of this? Because seriously, he should be a major character in this movie. He's basically like. just also Shrek. He's basically Shrek, too. He, Shrek represents all of global, globalist communism, So, and he's just at the forefront of it. So China, Soros, globalist communism, that's all Shrek. Is George Soros the Penguins? <laughs> no, I think Penguin is more. No, the Penguins. Penguins. No, the, I, I already I texted you who the the, the Penguins are. Who are the Penguins again? They're mail-in voting, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Uh, oh yeah, what I was gonna say earlier was, 
Um, so yeah, as being a, a centrist left person, I'll make this quick. As a centrist left person, um, I thought that like all of my gay friends probably didn't like Trump. So I made like an anti-Trump joke with one of my gay friends, and he didn't like it because <laughs> nope. he was a Trump supporter. <laughs> uh, so I was shockingly, I was like, oh, yeah, shockingly, guess, they uh, don't like having their money stolen from them, and they yeah. really don't like having their entire fucking existence uh, taken away from them. And, and and now, I mean, look, if you're a gay man and gay rights meant gay rights for so fucking long. How does it feel that now a girl who fucking kissed another girl in college gets to identify as bisexual, genderqueer, they, them, and they get ten times the attention that you get saying, oh, I'm a gay. Yeah, but you're still a, a white male. I almost said straight white male because it really doesn't matter. Gay, pe- gay white people are like, like just basically just, you know, straight white males. Like having their entire fucking agenda <laughs> taken from them, and now the only ones that matter are fucking trans people and like women, like bisexual. As soon as you invited women, allow women who inv- uh, identify as bisexual to be encompassed in the uh, LBGTQIAIAAP, uh, as soon as you allowed that to be in there, it wasn't about gay rights anymore. And that's they stopped say, saying gay rights. They started saying LBGTQ plus rights, and and of course, yeah, I think I think you if you meet a a, a gay white man, assume he is a Trump supporter at this point, and if he says he's not, he's probably lying about it, <laughs> just like I have to, just like uh, you have to. Uh, so yeah, never uh, lie. Uh, so. Trek has convinced the penguin, or is trying to convince the penguin to run run for mayor. He says you need a platform. Penguin, what does he suggest to be his platform? Stop Pussy. global warming. Start global cooling. Global warming, yep. Ballard. Yeah, it was it was global warming. Start global cooling because he wanted uh, everything to be cold for a penguin. And this is the the line that like is the reason why I kind of wanted to even think about this doing this episode was Shrek says I thought it was the penguin, but Shrek says that's fine, Oswald. But to get the mayor recalled, we still need a catalyst, a trigger, an incident, yep. like the Reichstag fire, the Gulf of Tonkin. And I was like, that's shocking that that is in a Batman cartoon sex movie. <laughs> it's not a cartoon, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it is. Because um, I, in 92, had no fucking clue what the Reichstag fire was or the Gulf of Tonkin incident was. And I learned about them much much that, later in my life they must have put that in the movie knowing it would fly over 99 percent of the heads of the audience and and the censors and the mpaa and like any like of the test uh, screenings for sure all oh first. yeah well i mean the mpaa was like oh just the pussy he's been looking for because she's a cat yeah fine pg-13 <laughs> dude but in the 80s you had cartoons and shit and people still saying pussycat and, and like and like kids shows so like yeah but he's matter. referring to he's saying pussy oh dude he is clearly referring to Michelle Pfeiffer's peak pussy, but like yeah. it is quite. There's a lot in that scene. I, I mean, he. I, I, it almost sounds like at one point he makes a suggestion to like get blown and then cream pie in her. At least I thought so. I, I wanted that at least to happen. Um, but Oswald also, his, his. I thought it was his banners that I found most interesting. Felk like there was one banner uh, that said like in the background of that scene, like uh, when he's just running, is uh, like Oswald means order. And I was like, oh, he's running on Law and Order. And then I think later we saw like a banner or like some sign being held up at the rally that said, um, Cobblepock uh, and clean it up. Hmm. 
Did you ever see those? I don't know, but it sounds a lot like building back better. <laughs> Be best. Well, okay. And then the penguins, like, he's, he says, burn, baby, like burn, uh, in response to needing a rice dog fire. And, yep. and now we see Democrats completely embrace uh, riots. We have the early uh, BLM riots like Ferguson. We have uh, more of Antifa escalating. I think the actual name Antifa begins to be in the public Cycling. consciousness. Breitbart starts talking about it, whereas he had it's like, it's an idea. And it means anti-fascist. So clearly they're good. Uh, I mean, how can they be bad if they're against fascism? Fascism is the bad thing. It's all in a name. Yeah. And, and it's during these these riots that feminism joins the party. Catwoman mm-hmm. comes out and start starts uh, being part of the uh, the riots, and she specifically smashes the, the Trek department store. And the dumb cops see her, fucking patriarchy cops, and they say, I don't know whether to open fire or fall in love. Yeah, and she doesn't like that, does she? What does she say? Uh, I, I, I don't remember She's the like, over... You're overpaid. Along the lines of like you, you uh, uh, no, 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 no. She said something like, "You guys always get your pistols confused with your privates or something like that." And then sexual. Like, and she and then she whips the guns out of their hands. They're phallic objects, right? And yeah. then she and then they're like, "Don't hurt us. We get only like three hundred dollars or something like that." And she's like, "You're overpaid. Get out of here." Yeah, the, your the overpaid line is, is is really good, and she delivers it really well. But uh, I think I, th- I, w- I think that specific line, the, the dumb cops saying they don't know whether to open fire or fall in love, represents men not knowing whether to reject me too, because it might come for you too, or simp for it, hoping that the women will fuck them, and you begin seeing the rise of male feminists. Which unfortunately, yeah, and, and you unfortunately see uh, uh, a lot of them later turn out to have have. Uh, be kind of fucking bad people towards men looking at, you know, maybe somebody with J W initials. What? Who, who, you know, maybe also is racist. If we're believing Ray Fisher, uh, but Jenna Wolf? no, Joss Whedon. <laughs> Who's Jenna Wolf? Uh, I think that's the, uh, the hottie from, uh, uncut gems. I think so. Hmm. Well, no, I was, talking about, jo- I was talking about Joss Whedon, obviously, but uh, uh, male feminists in general, Whedon. you know, this is the rise of male feminists who, uh, one after another, are revealed to be worse. I mean, Harvey Weinstein was a fucking male feminist to a certain degree. If, if, if he hadn't gotten caught, he would have been. Um, yeah, where would Gwyneth okay. be today if it weren't for Harvey? Next scene, Batman, Batman uh, sees uh, Penguin just kind of walking around. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, Penguin? And Penguin says, surveying the crime scene. Yeah, observing the riots. Upstanding Mm -hmm. mayor stuff. Mm -hmm. Politicians act a certain way. And Trump, or Batman, he doesn't act that way. Not presidential. Not not mayor material. And I have the next three Penguins, several lines here. Uh, Penguin's next line, or or next important line is, you don't really think you will win, do you, to Batman? This is because the mainstream media was laughing at Trump. Uh, Stephen Colbert was saying, run. It'll be so fucking funny. Everyone will think, like, was encouraging to run because like, like, it'll be so fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll make my job for the next four years, I think is what they were, a lot of them were saying, right? Yeah, well, things change, Ballard. Hey, Jon Stewart quit because I think I honestly think Jon Stewart retired 
because Trump became president. He I didn't know. He didn't know like, how to handle it. Yeah. I think he was just like, "Fuck this! This is going to get crazy. This is going to be wild, and I do not want to be a part of this." Because I think John Stewart, at times, can be very condemning of the left as much as he is of the right. And I think he also realized at that time, because this was like 2016, I think John Stewart retired. Um, maybe 2017 he retired, but uh, no, it was 2016. I think he retired. But when he retired, you could tell that like he was just like, "Fuck, dude, storms are coming." Batting down the hatches is uh, Anne Hathaway's Catwoman would say. Okay. Um, well, that, that movie has different political implications. No, uh, it does. But I'm just saying, like, John Stewart was just like, that's it. I'm out. I'm cutting I'm cutting all ties here. I'm, I'm out. She's well, going to get too crazy. And then feminism, Selena does a 25-second cartwheel towards them, uh, which is impressive. Uh, yeah. And... and uh, Penguin says, I saw her first. And this is socialism, democratic socialism, globalist socialism, claiming mm. pussy hat feminism as its own. And the narrative that nationalism or capitalism is anti-woman begins, even though that doesn't fucking make any sense because capitalism obviously would benefit women just as much as it would men. But the idea that socialism had to do with feminism and wearing a pussy hat, I uh. think hat. Somehow, I, we're, we're, I never understood how that was a pussy hat for so long, and then someone eventually had to explain it to me that it, that they're literally it's it's cat ears. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. what? <laughs> I, like, I mean, like, again, I'm not reaching that much when I say when when I can at this point in my my metaphor is not reaching that much. They literally called them pussy hats and dressed as cat ear hats, and 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 here we have this movie. We're fucking the the. the corrupt politician looks at this feminist character dresses a cat and says i saw her first i'm teaming up with her or yeah. more importantly i'm taking advantage of her right weird and, uh, batman fights selena this is trump fighting fucking you know feminism this is megan kelly you know being like what does he mean i'm bleeding out my whatever you know um this is trump fighting with the feminism selena says how could you I'm a woman after Batman hits her. And the Bat and Batman's, of course, like, whoa, I, I, I didn't know. I, here, let me help you. And then she, of course, scratches him. The double standard is now the standard, Ballard. Toxic feminism will not be held accountable. It, and it will. I mean, it, it, I, it will be eventually. I feel, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the, the tides are kind of changing on it, honestly. But we're, still, we're, still, we're now in, like, October 2016. Oh, right. Well, based on your timeline, you're right. Okay, yes, yes, yes. We're I right mean, before, currently today, I'm feeling like there's a, there's a there's a change against it personally. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, though? Things change. Um, uh, the I have penguin criticizes the mayor. Uh, I, I have this parallel with Obama wasn't socialist enough. No more half measures. I'm not really sure what scene that is. Oh, it's at the campaign headquarters. I just had that in because of the next scene, which is the penguin at the campaign headquarters. Uh, mm -hmm. says you're the hottest young person a candidate could have and openly assaults a woman at campaign headquarters. Democrats, yeah. Ballard, the, the, the side that had feminists had sided with are ripe with rape. Clinton, <laughs> Epstein, I, November was when I first Clinton heard, allegedly, heard the name. Bill Clinton allegedly. 
I first heard the name Jeffrey Epstein, and I heard it because somebody, I think it was Gawker, wrote an article about like Trump's buddy Jeffrey Epstein. Sounds like not very good, dude. And here's an article about him. And then you scroll down in the comments and like, oh, my God, why are they coming after him because of this? Why aren't they going after Trump with this horrible connection? And he's like, because um, Clinton was the one who actually was Bill Clinton. Bill, who's Trump running against at this point? <laughs> so, you know, Hillary was You couldn't tarnish that, that thing. So this is the hypocrisy that Democrats basically claim feminism as their own, despite the fact that uh, their treatment of women is no better and perhaps arguably on an individual level, much worse than, uh, than Republicans. And I mean, I, this isn't just Clinton. You can go all the way, you can go back to Chappaquiddick where uh, mm -hmm. Teddy, Teddy, you know, is like, eh, it's been 14 hours. I guess I'll tell somebody I drowned that chick. <sighs> uh, wait, is that how long it took for him to say something? It was a long fucking time. <laughs> it was a while, but... It, he wanted yeah, to make sure she work. was really dead, you know? Uh, so, Jeez. all right. Then, uh, then Penguin goes upstairs. Sees I've told Catwoman. you I've been on that bridge, right? I've literally driven on that bridge. Can I mean, it's, it's haunted <laughs> it by is. the ghost of that woman. Be, so I think Kate, some of that Kate island... Kate Mara played her in, in the movie. I never saw that movie, though. Um... No. So uh, Penguin walks upstairs, sees Catwoman there, and says, just the pussy I've been looking for. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is when feminism, I think, officially joins with socialism. Uh, because uh, Hillary has been declared the candidate now, and fuck Bernie. Bernie probably really won, but the DNC says he won't win. We, we, need, we need women. Women have to vote for, like, the women aren't voting for Bernie. I mean, yeah, a lot of them are, but we need to, to seal that up and have that... Uh, completely get us the win so hillary is now the candidate and hillary catwoman uh so social pro progressivism plans to her plan is to discredit batman penguin wants to kill him she says he'll be he, he, more dangerous as a martyr and she, she her plan is yeah he, he has to like visibly lose the public and that's when the yes. access hollywood tapes come out oh grab her by the pussy yeah uh mm -hmm. the, the word pussy is integral to this this prophecy. I was in England at that time, and um, at Manchester, and um, I was with this uh, uh, editing group, um, and uh, one of the editors in that group was uh, a woman, and she loves Trump. I mean, loves, 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 loves Trump. She talked about how she was a kid. Uh, by the way, she's Jewish, and uh, as she was a kid, that she would like go to Trump Tower, like a mecca for mm. her. Um, and it was a big deal. And she would tell me about the classic story that, you know, of the person who um, pulled over because they saw a limo on the side of the road and ended up helping out change the tire because the, the limo didn't have a spare tire. And okay. And then realized that the person was Trump. And then Trump went on his way. And then he, like, eventually, like, sent, like, a huge care package or whatever to the guy. And the guy never really even wanted I've never anything. heard that's, – that's awesome. Oh, you never heard that story? This is, no. like, an old story. Anyway, she, she, like, she would retold that, retell that story to all of us. She, like – constantly would talk about how much she loved trump and everything like that and so when grab him by the pussy came out and i was with her i remember being like hey what do you think of that you're a girl and she's like i fucking love it you guys say that kind of shit all the time and she's right like we would say that kind of shit yes. all the time because that, that that was that moment was so like integral to like where the public opinion stood on him because he was supposed to completely discredit him 
Just like dude, we started Selena chanting and- grab your, grab her by the pussy in the editing bay. Um, and we were in an arena actually in Manchester at the MEM. And then right then, like the British like it, it suits started walking in to like int- with an American suit to introduce them to us. And we are literally chanting, "Grab him by the pussy, grab him by the pussy." Because if that's the kind of talk between guys in a locker in a literal locker room can can, right. can can bite him in the ass, then we're all fucking vulnerable. That's what that's that's. But it wasn't though. It didn't bite him in the ass, right? Because it isn't. It isn't. But it, it was intended to. And, and it was we intended were, to. Yeah, we were supposed to see it, but, oh, he's he's not a viable candidate anymore because of that. But, like, it, 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 it completely wasn't. backfired. But, um, and, and that that's important because the next scene, Selena then goes on her date with Bruce Wayne. And he's like, he mentions yes. Ted Bundy. You might think I'm a Ted Bundy type. Yes, and Selena or Norman says, Bates even says. Yeah, Selena says, so-called normal guys always let you down. Sickos don't scare me. At least they're committed. And I think that was the beginning that women were starting to really distrust male feminists. I mean, because something like forty five percent of white women in twenty sixteen voted for Trump. No, she says. She says. I think she says like uh, uh, sickos or or, or whatever uh, are, are always committed or something like that. No, no. So so called normal guys always let you down. Sickos don't scare me. At least they're committed. According to the IMDb oh, movie quotes that I looked up oh, right after that That sounds scene. right. That sounds right. Dude, when she said that, she says, you're going to think of me. Oh, no. When uh, Bruce says, you're going to think of me as Norman Bates, Ted Bundy, uh, Ted Bundy type, I also thought Army Hammer 2. Have you heard of Army Hammer recently? No, but I don't think Holy he's killed Holy shit, dude. Women. He's in allegedly, allegedly, is all allegedly, allegedly. Right. Army Hammer allegedly is into cannibalism. Army Hammer allegedly into is into like okay these like are big allegedly all right core shit like this is all stuff that's like coming out big time because this girl who like he like thought he could like trap her with some form of cannibalism maybe allegedly he he like was like you know like you're never gonna ever say anything because we're into this together she like just fucking posted all his receipts like all his DMs all the text message screenshots she posted them all and then immediately like another model was like honey get in line or I got I can help you out with therapy and all this other shit like and like and so she started implying also that Army Hammer is crazy right, and this, all this stuff is coming out about Army Hammer right now he had to quit he was going to fly out to, with Jennifer Lopez I think it was Jennifer Lopez in this shoot just recently down in like the Caribbean somewhere where he's probably gonna go have some cannibalism allegedly no but filming a film and he canceled it last minute, and Lionsgate canceled it too last minute. They understand, they said. I'm, I'm pretty sure Lionsgate was like, we're going to cancel this army. You're no longer in this movie. All because of this cannibalism shit. Well, then I'm glad he didn't get to play Batman. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get it. Uh, I guess that's the only relevance we had here. Uh, but uh, I, like I said, uh, the, the the line from Selena, I think, more represents uh, the growing beginning to uh, d- women beginning to distrust the male feminists. And maybe realizing maybe it's the players, the pickup artists, who are actually maybe better because at least they're honest. That like they're they're not lying about their intention. Their intention is to fuck you. It's a little less creepy than the guy who pretends he doesn't want to fuck you and then gaslights you and emotionally manipulates you and right. you know cries when you try to leave. That doesn't fucking. That's not better. And that's why I mean Trump is a fucking. I mean he's on his third model life and has fucked God knows how many others. And Stormy Daniels, you know, he had a player vibe to him. Carrie McDougal, Carrie uh, McDougal, yeah. ooh, Carrie McDougal's hot as hell. All right, let's let's try to. I'll try to speed it up here a little bit. Batman comes in. All right, so, so next next thing is the big tree lighting ceremony. They got to leave suddenly because they know shit's gonna happen. Batman the comes in, saves the day at the re tree lighting ceremony. 
Trump gets elected. And he is framed immediately for killing the ice princess. Okay, I asked Trump is immediately framed for stealing the election through Russian collusion. So the he answers your question. The ice princess, <laughs> well, the, the ice princess being murdered by Batman is oh Russian collusion. Dude, ice princess. It, neither of them happened. Sounds like a Russian, right? An ice princess sounds like a Russian. On top of that, it sounds like a Russian like whorehouse or something like that. The ice princess. It's like it just matches up so perfectly. On top of the fact that she's like, cold. Ice. Yeah, Russians. Russians are hot, right? That's the whole thing. No, Russians, Russians are cold. Super all the time. hot. So, boom, she's super hot. My favorite thing is literally is when she pushes the tree lighting on the first time. As soon as the tree lights up, she goes, how about that? <laughs> I love that lady, the ice princess. I'm glad she ended up being someone big. She's Russia. So, uh, and at this point, Catwoman progressivism is kind of horrified by the Penguin's methods because it's taken down too many men for too little things and maybe realizes that it shouldn't be teamed up with him as fervently as it was, hence the growing secret support of women for Trump who are like... Tell all their friends over mimosas. Oh yeah, he's he's bad. Trump's bad, but like, you know, I'll probably vote for him because my boyfriend makes a lot of good points. Um, <laughs> but the cops go after Batman, the establishment, the the actual politics, the mainstream. Ballard goes completely against Trump, Russian asset, greatest threat to America, and the Penguin. It is role to discredit ba- Batman, Pelosi, establishment, uh, socialist Democrats, uh, take control of the Batmobile. And what is the Batmobile? It is Batman's greatest what? Tool? Perfect. And, the, and what is Trump's greatest tool? The media. I was going to say his social media. Well, the media in general. He wasn't, it wasn't so, I mean, yeah, he was on Twitter and everything, but Apprentice, fucking cameos and movies, hosting SNL. He had the real media. And WWE, WWE. CNN, even though they were against Trump, they were still nonstop Trump. And they were airing his speeches in full at the time. And Letterman. Letterman had Trump on a lot, by the way. A this, lot. Exactly. I mean, yeah, he did. And, I mean, Jimmy Fallon was tussling his hair. But then... No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like, Letterman throughout Letterman's career had Trump on a lot. Like, but, there are tens of interviews with Trump. I know that's not like a After lot, he won, though, the Democrats took full control over the media. Late-night hosts all were against Trump. SNL, all Trump is bad. ESPN, sports, Trump bad over and over again. Full control Wait, over the media. ESPN actually had a stance. It- ESPN? Oh yeah, Google ESPN anti-Trump. You'll, I mean, just look at. I mean, I, I I follow ESPN on Twitter, like I do, just to see their. It, it's it's fifty percent politics basically. I mean, it was for the wow. last four years. Now they'll stop, of course. Um, I hope. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. But how does all right? Batman has the, the his lost control of the Batmobile. Trump's lost control of the media. What does Batman do? Like he, he's about to crash into a wall. There's a narrow opening in front of him. The cops are Bat chasing Batpod, Batpod, baby. He sheds all the unnecessary parts of the Batmobile, and Trump gives up mainstream media and uses Twitter, social media, to directly oh. address his his, uh, his crowd. Yeah. The Batpod represents social media. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That works. Yeah. So from media to social media, it's yeah, it's it's stripped down. Exactly. Yeah, it's it, it stripped down and more direct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's more direct for sure. It goes right through those holes. 
I don't know if I come across as, uh, I'm coming across as a crazy person yet, but we're getting into the third act of the movie. So. Dude, I love the tinfoil hat you've got on right now. Let's keep doing this. But this is just having fun. You're just you're just doing an essay where you're connecting Batman Returns to the current political situations and crises. Crises. It was at this point that I started trying to figure out where where we were in time, because the third act of this movie has. Uh, a distinctly climactic. I mean, it, it shifts into the climax really fast. Like the next scene's the third act, I think. Uh, and uh, I think the time jumps because now Trump's got social media to directly amass the crowd. He's president. There's nothing the media, the, the, the left can really do about it. Yeah, there's impeachment, but like for the most part, Trump becomes the saddest quo, and we shift to 2020 when shit got real. And that's the third act of this movie. And uh, what, the third act starts with Batman. He hijacks the Penguin's uh, feed uh, to play his uh, to play the, the Penguin's yeah tr- true intentions. He scratches the CD, which doesn't make I any love sense. It. It doesn't uh, make he any takes sense, control over microphones it. remotely, which doesn't make sense. Um, he has a bat symbol on his fucking CD player, which doesn't make sense. No, nope. but I love all of it. I love yeah, all. It's all great. It's all beautiful. And this is this is basically this is three years. The, it's theatrics. The, the, it's all theatrics. Th- this one scene. Where Batman plays the Penguin's own words against him, mm-hmm. and and the crowd turns on the Penguin to a certain degree. This is like Kaylin McEnany. This this is Trump. Yeah, this basically the CD is Kaylin McEnany and, and yeah. Twitter. Trump uses yeah. Twitter to expose the swamp and sheds light on globalism and China. Suddenly, the average American starts to be aware of the the threat that China China actually represents to them as just a worker. I mean, you one of the worst episodes of The Office was uh, like idiot Michael Scott finding out about China and getting really scared and liberal Oscar being like, China is not really a problem. And they have a debate and everything like it was a joke back in like 20. That was been like 2012, 2011. Trump was like when he was president, that was the first time Americans really saw like, oh, shit, there really is a fucking a plan. And China's kind of at the center of it all. And he shed light on that through Twitter. Just like Batman hijacked the Penguins' feed, mainstream media, to, uh, to uh, use you know Democrats' own words against them, and now fucking they're just saying Build Back Better. They're not even hiding this shit anymore. Great Trudeau is just like, yeah, we need a Great Reset. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, the Great Reset. That's the one you mentioned that I thought was interesting too. Yeah, Build Back Better has been something that's been said in a lot of different United Nations countries. Kind of use that as a it's a marching cry, rally cry, but uh, yeah, it was interesting when you said the Great Reset that Trudeau pulled that out, and you're like, oh, wait, what's that connected to? And you're like, I think you explained that. What was that? Uh, it was connected to the conspiracy theory of the New World Order, correct? Yeah, and Davos and uh, Agenda 2030. It's going to get wild. Well, we're, 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 we're nine years away. Yeah. The Roaring Twenties. We're scared. in them. Get scared, everybody. Well, the penguin doesn't like this. People start throwing things at him, and he goes violent. Full-on fucking violence in response. Lockdowns, Ballard. Riots. And a far more open plan. What's the, yeah. the penguin's... In the movie, not in the, the prophecy, what's the penguin's plan? In the movie? The, yeah, he got sidetracked from his plan with the mayor stuff. And now that everybody doesn't like one and you know is against him. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so what? Yeah, once he's no longer being a mayor, yes, he's going after the firstborns. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna drown Gotham's children in a movie, somewhat intended for children. (laughs) 
which I think is a very dark plan. Uh, and, of course, we, we begin to be aware of the Democrats' uh, best w- plan for indoctrination is public school. <laughs> and we have trans surgeries for children. We have socialist fucking propaganda in public schools. We have kids turning in their parents for violating lockdowns on fucking Zoom school. And uh, the Penguin then crashes the uh, elite party because they didn't invite him, so he just showed up anyways. Wait, so, so wait, okay, so speaking of that elite party, is uh, just kind of thinking about that, actually. Um, before Penguin crashes it, you see uh, Max Shrek come to Bruce Wayne. Max Shrek is in a costume disguise. It's a, it's a masquerade. Yeah. And his costume, I, I'm assuming he's picked up this costume ball, is a sultan. Now, if Max Shrek in hmm. your world is China, Jesus, wouldn't that yeah. mean that China is kind of tapping themselves in with maybe Iran and oil in the South? That's, really that's a really great scene, by the way, and I love the Susie and the Banshees song that plays. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't really think of anything Wait, what is that song? I love that song. I, I should say in that song. So Face to Face. Face to Face? I feel yeah. like I've heard that in, like, Starship Troopers or something. No, Starship Troopers uses Mazzy Star, but it's a similar sounding song. Face to Face? And it's by who? Uh, Susie, which is spelled like S-I-O-U-S-I-X-E or something, and the Banshees. Okay, thank you, man. I, I, I literally heard that song. I was like, this is this is awesome. What? And I tried to Shazam it, but Shazam would not pick up. And then I was like, oh, you know what? It must be an original track then, I guess. Like Danny Elfman did it or some shit. But uh, good to know. Well, I think – I may be wrong. I think he was dating uh, the, the singer from it. I think – I may be wrong there, though. But uh, it also plays during the credits, too. Um Awesome. That's a great scene, but I couldn't really think of anything. But yeah, you're, you're, he has a sultan costume, and yes, I, when I say globalist China, I mean the sultans, uh, the, the the Middle East, Saudi Arabians, the Saudis are involved in this too. Obviously, they were given a shit ton of also, money to Hillary. Also, uh, this has nothing to do with that masquerade scene, but assuming that maybe there was a mask somewhere in that scene that was Hispanic uh, or Mexican, um, uh, China has huge ties to Mexico too. Mexico has huge lithium mines. And uh, Mexico got some of the COVID probably from people, business, flying business back and forth between yeah. Mexico and China for the, the uh, chi- like Chinese has huge, there's, there are huge Chinese uh, uh, lithium mines in Mexico. They're, they built, well, it's not just Mexico, it's Africa too. They, 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 and they build roads and they build dams and they build power plants all over the world for letting them take their oil They're, and, and lithium and rare earth minerals. Uh, yeah. are, 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 is it rare earth minerals? Whatever those are called. I think it's rare earth minerals. Like they're, they're doing that all what, over. Lithium specifically? You're talking about lithium? Lithium is a rare earth mineral, but there's a bunch of I thought of it was them. a metal. Rare earth metals. Rare earth metals. There yes. you go. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that, that's what the future, apparently, the war is going to be over. Not oil, but rare earth metals. That's the plot of one of those future Call of Duties. Um, but, yeah, so where, where are we here? Uh, so the penguin uh, crashes the party. And fully announces his dark plans. The, the mask is off. Uh, mainstream Democrats didn't really want social Democrats. Didn't really invite them. Doesn't matter. They're going to fucking show up anyways. We got AOC. We got fucking Rashida Tlaib. Uh, I we love got, AOC. We got all that shit. And the riots in 2020 take their final form in, in May. Chaz happens. And we, Chaz. Start, we start seeing protesters that the Democrats kind of claim as their own, just they just got fucking, like, 
hammer and sickle flags. They've got a socialist. The, the, the Antifa flag is a socialist flag. It incorporates them yep. in there. Open socialism. That's and, not something. Okay. By the way, Cool Boy Nation, if you're listening this far, you obviously agree to some extent with Felt's views because anybody that doesn't agree with Felt's views is turned tuned out by now. But yeah, or your government crazy. agency, <laughs> or your government agency. Yeah. But I honestly do think it's funny. Like when, like I heard that about like the Antifa flag, and I was like, okay, I know a little bit about Nazis because I just educated myself throughout like you know my lifetime because World War II is fascinating to me, and I had family that fought in World War II and were aspects of the Manhattan Project and shit like that. Don't forget so, to like, mention you're half Jewish. And I'm half Jewish, so I um I I was like you know I'm I'm fairly aware of a lot of those things, but uh the Antifa thing I was not very aware of. So I looked at the Antifa flag and it's not even hiding no. anymore. It's like it's like what you said about the Great Reset. You're like what the hell? You're not even hiding that this is a Nazi flag. It's, it's, it is the early Nazi party flag. Yeah, they they, I mean outside of them saying Nazis are bad. Antifa seems pretty against Israel no existing <laughs> uh, no and pretty cool with uh, socialism. They don't like national socialism, nationalist socialism, though. They, they really prefer globalist socialism. But uh, Dude, that's maybe the only way we can be introduced into the Intergalactic Federation. Well, I, I mean, that, really, uh, I mean, like when there's just one nation left on Earth, it will be nationalist socialism. So what's the diff? Yep, so that's why we need to do it. But Batman shows up. And he prevents the Penguins' plan against Gotham's children. And Trump has proven that America, in his fucking speech, last speech, like he, by this point, Trump has proven that America won't be a socialist nation. We'll either have a fucking civil war or a national divorce. But there's hundreds, hundreds of millions of people, over 100 million people, certainly 75 million, who will never accept uh, America going hard socialism and the people are aware that this is ultimately a lot of Democrats plan. Maybe not Biden's, but Biden's 87 years old. So, you know, and, and it's definitely Kamala's, but we're aware of that. Americans are aware of these things. And in that sense, Batman has already won. And all of a sudden, because he lost or because they knew that they could lose the ping penguin, just all of a sudden, has this massive fucking army of penguins. Yeah, I mean, I we've it. seen him have like 30 penguins, but now he seems to have hundreds of penguins, and they all have rockets on their back. Now, his plan was to kidnap and drown all the children. I had a penguin toy, by the way. I know. They made, to they made toys of that. They um, did, yeah. Not really sure why, why he had all those ready to go. But because uh, that was, I think that was always his plan. He he's been spending all those years underground preparing for this plan, and then he got sidetracked, as you said, by the mayoral like you know candidacy. And we always knew that a pandemic might happen, and that if we had to do an election during a pandemic, we would need mass mail-in voting. So I believe that the penguin amasses an army of penguins with rockets on their back out of nowhere, just like the Democrats plan to manifest 7 million votes out of nowhere through mail-in voting. <laughs> no, I don't actually believe that. Look, I, I, I really do think that Trump definitely lost the electoral vote. He probably just straight up lost the election, too. Uh, but again, the election is, is more like 120,000 votes, not 7 million. But, I mean, with California... I don't think any Republican ever could win the fucking popular vote. So not anymore. Uh, uh, but but I, I'm just in terms of like this is a prophecy. I think the 
the penguins kind of represent penguins or the, the penguins with rockets on their back represent the penguin kind of confusing name i guess we should call him oswald but whatever um uh, represent oswald cobblepot's plan uh the nuclear option the i can't fucking lose option and i think that's what mail-in voting was yep and the okay. fact that you know uh so so but the penguins don't work the rocket penguins don't work because Batman hijacks their signal, has them follow him on a uh, almost like a suicide mission, driving back to the penguin. And Trump just declares victory on election night and then says, here's what they're going to do. They're going to fucking find a fuckload of votes at like four in the morning. And then the next day, turns out they found a lot of votes at four in the morning. I don't, was it the next day? Well, I, I mean, most people found out about the next day. I stood, I, I stayed up till five in the morning and saw it happen in real time because I was just like, I have to see this. Just, just, Trump said they're going to fucking try to steal. Uh, they're they're going to all of a sudden have like two states swing to Biden in the middle of the at like four in the morning. I got to see what happens at four in the morning. Oh, it's four in the morning, and CNN says fucking a, a bu- bunch of votes, like sixty thousand votes just came in, and now Biden's winning fucking Wisconsin and Michigan. Wow. And it's just like. Again, I don't know that it was actually. I, I don't. I don't really even believe that it was actually stolen or fraudulent votes. But it is fucking weird that the timing was exactly what Trump said it would be if they were trying to steal the votes. Yeah. And Again, also, I don't think that there's aliens. But I'm getting a little tired of how many things that seem to make it seem like there's definitely probably fucking aliens on this yeah. planet. I mean, it's just like how many fucking little things can I see? <laughs> Well, the alien thing, even more, just a tiny little tangent, it seems to be more and more and more like what James Cameron predicted with the abyss. Mm. And that's kind of crazy, too. But the uh, Trump ballot thing, um, it is, it is, that is really odd how that matched up. And it is statistically and mathematically incredibly odd that all of a sudden, at early in the hours, you know, it happened Ooh. two nights in a row. It, the next it, night was like Georgia and and uh, what what other state? I forget which one. Maybe uh, I guess oh, definitely Georgia uh, was the next night at four in the morning that, again. That happened. Yeah. Okay, I remember that only happened one night. Was that Wisconsin? I thought right. He still yeah, but the the day after the Wednesday after he still had like a chance. He had a, a clear road to victory with two other states, and it was it was Georgia that that night at four in the morning also that where it was just like okay, well now. Now it's down to lawsuits, and they didn't obviously go anywhere. So, no, no, they didn't have enough. I mean, they were just essentially they were just showboating and posturing. Really, yeah. the lawsuits were, and that's why Trump had Rudy do it because he even planned on fucking Rudy over by not paying him later. <laughs> yeah, Rudy was always kind of gonna. Dude, Rudy's go farting in fucking like courtrooms, and his his fucking hair dye is sweating down his face, and I forget he's what... picking the wrong four seasons. Like, come on, it's from Rudy. something I can't remember what it's from. It's, it's like the captain saying like to his like first mate, "Well, the captain always goes down with the ship, and congratulations, you're the yeah, captain you, now." That's Rudy. Um, but uh, the penguin doesn't like this plan, so he cra- he crashes his duck boat. Uh, into the bat boat. No, 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 no. The bat ski crashes into the penguin. No, the penguin tries to stop him and gets right in his way, and he crashes into No, the it. penguin... Okay, no. What happens is, is as the bat ski is coming down the, t- the tunnel, all the circus gang bounces. They're like, fuck you. 
We are so over this. Here comes Trump, or in your situation, Trump. Here comes Trump. We're done. We're leaving. We're out. We're gonna we're gonna go back to the shadows and figure something else out. We're leaving you behind. And then Penguin freaks out, gets in his ducky little boat, whatever ducky car, drives up outside. As he's escaping outside, Batman realizes that the duck is all of a sudden moving on the radar, and then he takes a left up instead of continuing down the tunnel straight to the right. And when he jumps up to the left, he mm. lands on the duck. He hops out, and then he looks at the duck. There's nothing under the in the duck wreckage under the bat ski. That's when the penguin jumps off the top of the bat ski onto, onto Batman. Okay. Fight well, I effect. have that scene representing Democrat media announcing Biden winner Saturday after election. Uh, so I'm, I, I, I'm just going to keep with that metaphor. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, of course... Uh, what, the penguin then tr tries to use the remote, and yeah, that's when it's feels it. ba Batman is revealed that the penguins are there. That uh, th that they're it, watching. The rockets are yeah. The rockets are there. They will blow him up. Like you can't fucking blow up the city. I, I've used your tool against you. Just as Trump successfully created distrust in the media and the government in seventy-five million people. And then the penguin still fires it off though, even knowing that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Capitol Hill riots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with and so, all right, with the mask off. All right, he's taking the mask off in, in the the biggest flaw in this movie, which is the sh shot with Keaton not suddenly not having the, the uh, eyeliner or uh, eye makeup. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, he rips uh, it off, and he's vulnerable. And Max Shrek, globalist communism, shoots Batman, and Trump is vulnerable. Of course, having lost the election. And globalism's final assault on Trump, that shot that takes down Batman briefly, but not very long because he has body armor, uh, are the Capitol Hill riots. And Trump has now been branded a traitor. Uh, after uh, four months of normalizing the riots, which, of course, the Penguin incited, a Trump riot has occurred. Yeah, but um, Selena Kyle and Max Shrek and Bruce Wayne all in that scene um, are kind of vindicated by Selena Kyle being like, don't be naive. The law doesn't apply to people like him that's, or us. I, I fucking should have written that line down. You're right. That that's uh, that's specifically in there. Like, hey, the rules don't but, apply to Max Shrek. So, even though the Capitol Hill riots happen, everyone still gets to walk away scot free. <laughs> doesn't matter. Well, no, I, yeah, I mean, Trump doesn't get no, to walk away. Only the Penguins in the circus gang get hurt in this situation, right? So well, I, everyone I else gets. I see. I don't think the the. the the Capitol Hill riot because the, the circus gang is, is Antifa in my metaphor. I don't think the Capitol Hill riots can also be the rioters in this movie. I think they're representing like more metaphorically the last bullet to Trump. I feel Basically, like the circus gang is just protests and riots in general. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. In, in that sense, yes. Like it's, it's not like you're part of this too. Like you got one that's as, that's as good as, as having nine months of it. So it's like they're yep. equal. You're, you're just as bad as, as them. And we always really denounce them. Of course, they didn't really denounce them. Uh, and then we have the grossest shot in cinema is, is fucking Danny DeVito with the fucking black blood. I like, love dying. that. And when, when he was doing that, I, all I could think of is, oh, yeah, Joe Biden. <laughs> I have Penguin is, is, is grossly dying. And I, then the parallel being a dying man is now the head of the Democratic Party and America. <laughs> And then he immediately dies, and then the penguins push him into the water, and then the penguins take over, and they're the king now. They're the captain now. The penguins literally look at the penguin and go, I'm the captain now. <laughs> well, they don't really have the, – the, the, like, all right, 
penguin sentience in this movie is a little weird. Um, cause I mean, when, uh, the penguin arrives as a baby, the crib has like a covering over it. Are they, uh, what, what, what are those called? Strollers? Whatever he's in. Bassinet? Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's more like a bassinet kind it, of. It's yeah, got a cover yeah, on it with a buckle on there. How the fuck did the penguins get them out of there? Beaks, man. Those beaks can do anything. Oh, I never thought about the beaks. Yeah, well, pop things. And the movie ends, of course, with Batman. He's sad because of what happened with Selena and how things turned out. But he knows he is triumphant. And, of course, Trump is sad, very sad right now. Sad because uh, he is no longer president. But... Ultimately, I think triumphant in a sense that he is a his message can't be stopped. And honestly, without some of the more difficult to defend aspects of Trump, the message might actually become more powerful. And that message is simply that uh, America's government should put American workers first, and that there are elites out there making decisions that impact you, that do not give a shit about you, and kind of fucking hate you. <laughs> Yeah, and once again, I I always think there's this great distraction in our country of, you know, blue versus red or black versus white. I think the real issue here is yeah. money versus no money. Pure motherfucking like, filler. Get your eyes off the real killer. I know, exactly. And I think as long as as long as the elites keep distracting everyone, the oligarchs keep distracting everyone, being like, oh, yeah, no, 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 the corporations don't run this country. It's uh, the blacks do or the whites do or it's the blues do or the reds do. It's no, it's it's the oligarchs. They run this company or this company. Yeah, they run this company. Yeah, and we call it a country. Yeah, and a lot of and I mean, we call it a no. The company is much bigger than just our country. The company involves China as well. It involves the Saudis. Countries. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The company yeah. is is international. Uh, yeah, a globalist, you might say. So that's the well, end. So, that's the end of my fucking thing. That's that's the last. No, I don't I think it's the end because at the, okay, so. Okay, so one of the things that's kind of been sad, uh, traditionally-wise, moving into this new presidency is that Trump hasn't done a lot of things to kind of for the new president. Even though, you know, Obama didn't care for Trump, but he still did a lot of shit. Trump didn't give uh, Biden Air Force One to come into the D.C. Uh, he had to do it privately. Uh, Biden didn't get offered tea at the White House. Biden didn't get a phone call from Trump when no. Trump finally conceded. Um, but, but, but apparently, I think... As of right now, we'll find out more, obviously, by the time this drops, that Trump is is leaving a letter for Biden. And what if the letter, all it said on it was, goodwill toward men, dot, 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 yeah, and women. And women. That, that would be, uh, would really help with my crazy theory, theory of tonight <laughs> that Batman returns to somehow a political prophecy for the last five, four to five years, which, of wow. course, it's not. Um, I'm not insane. I, I mean, <laughs> this was... This was definitely Beautiful. me stretching uh, to fulfill a joke I told, but at the same time <laughs> I had fun with it, uh, and I, yeah. I I was frequently shocked by how many weirdly uh, prophetic political statements are in this this movie. I mean, again, this the the core concept of it being a corrupt politician inciting riots that he controls in order to gain control. And is, is empowered by corporatism and also the, the, the very, very literally plot device of something that sucks power while pretending to give it is, I mean, you got to look at the fucking world. Like, like I said, elites have known for a long time and uh, 
the, the elites involved in this movie, Tim Burton, John Peters, whoever was in charge of, of Warner Brothers at the time, they weren't part of the club, but they knew plans, and they dropped little hints, just like Demolition Man. I think this movie has little hints. that like uh, Michael Bay. Don't trust politicians, baby. Michael Bay and Tim Burton, they knew. They knew something was up. Well, Bay doesn't, All right. Bay doesn't really even like hide it anymore. No, not anymore. I'm just going to make a movie about Benghazi, and it's like, Michael, no, don't. <laughs> he didn't care. Don't do that. Uh, it, it's just like, but at the same time, it's like, oh, China wants to pay for half of my next Transformers movie? Yeah, new yacht. Yep. Well, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. He, he He's a capitalist, right? I mean, even Six Underground, didn't that have a few scenes in China? I can't remember. I mean, the whole so. point of Six Underground is a billionaire saving everybody because governments can't. <laughs> oh, my God. So is Ryan Reynolds' character Trump in that? Maybe I'd have to. I, I I really don't want to do another one of these for Six Underground. <laughs> we well we should we should do a spoiler cast for Six Underground. I fucking love that movie. All I right, kind of well, want to rewatch it. it, it I mean, it, it, I I find great. It, I found it fun. I found it fun. Okay, so when you rewatch the Transformers films, I, like I just did with my kids, if you rewatch them more recently, you'll realize that like having seen Six Underground, that all of the stunts in Six Underground where you see bodies flying in, instead. Just if you add those bodies flying to the sequences in Transformers, it is just as violent. And what's happening? And if you remove those bodies in Six Underground, it's just as violent as Transformers. The final battle in Transformers close. would have been as had as high a body count as 9/11. Dude, the 2007 film, uh, Megatron like flicks a human being at at the very end after him and Optimus both land on the street. He flicks a human being on the street, and the person's back flies into a fucking bumper of a car and breaks the person and kills them. Well, he, like, he flies through that building, too. Like, that's 9-11. Oh, yeah, yeah, the office building, yeah, where they kill everybody. Optimus is, is bloodthirsty, like I've told you before, Felt. Optimus, multiple times in that film, says, I will fucking kill you yeah. in, in several of those movies. But uh, speaking of fucking, we have our so cool would you rather. <laughs> Do we? We just have fuck butter, but, but fuck again. It's, this is a simple one. This is an easy one. Uh, so, um, Felk, this woman was Catwoman, and this other woman, I will suggest in my Would You Rather, is not Catwoman. She's in D.C., though, currently. But she'd also be a great Catwoman, and she's kind of equal hotness to the Catwoman about to mention. So we have Michelle Pfeiffer and Margot Robbie. Who Mar would you rather Margo. a steamy, hot sex night and cream pie with? Margot. Without question. In their prime. In their prime. All right. All right. Uh, Eartha Kitt, Lee Merriweather, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Anne Hathaway, and Zoe Kravitz are all of them? Did you, yes. Did, did you, leave out, you left out Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. Wait, who did I say? Lee Merriweather was one of them, though, right? She is. She is. She's right. Yeah, you're right. You're all right. right. Both. Uh, but Julie uh, Newmar was one as well. Six. All right. I'll go first since this is my idea. Uh, oh, we're ranking them. This is not a would you rather anymore. I'll go Julie Newmar. No, no, no. I already answered the would you rather. It's Margot Robbie. Would you oh, okay. go Michelle Fiverr? Answer that one before we, we move forward. Oh, um, I, I, Margot's really hot. Yeah, it's Margot Robbie. I don't think that's even like a, a hard debate yep. there. Um, all right, I'll go. All right, Lee Merriweather is probably my favorite. Followed by, wait, that's the one from the movie only though. She. I'm pretty sure she was only in the 66 film. Numar is the one that's in the show. Yeah. I, I remember I, I, I'm young Felk definitely paused the movie on that shot of her ass. 
and just looked at it for a while. Mm. Yeah, no, she's my favorite. Uh, then I'll say actually Pfeiffer, then Julie Newmar, then Eartha Kent, Kent, <coughs> then Pfeiffer. Wait, I already did Pfeiffer. Then Anne Hathaway. No, then Zoe Kravitz, then Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's last. Okay, and we're only doing live action, I guess. Then. Yeah. And we're doing only live action from a perspective of films, correct, I guess? Or the TV show from the 60s is the only one you used, right? What I mean, what other ones are there from TV? Well, there's the uh, – wasn't there somebody in, like, the Gotham no, TV show? No, I... too young. <laughs> oh, too – oh, sorry. I didn't know. I've never watched – I really watched, like, only, like – She's, like, 14. An episode. <laughs> I mean, she, she ages up because they're, they're, like, 20 by the, the last season because that show went on for, like, eight years. No one watched okay. it, but whatever. No, don't, 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 don't have her. And then uh, I, I think Dina Myers played. No, Dina Myers played Batgirl. I don't remember who played Catwoman on that fucking TV show that nobody watched. I think that's all the live action ones. Wait, what about Zoe? Did you add Zoe? To Zo- yours? Zoe was second to last. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So um, she's I'm okay. Start she's off. not that hot. I had Eartha Kitt, Kitt high, pretty high up though. Eartha, Eartha Kitt's my lowest for sure. Oh, okay. I, I never really uh, uh, dug Eartha Kitt, and her voice kind of was a huge aspect of that, too. Mm. Uh, Julia Newmar was hot. Um, and then I would say Anne Hathaway. Okay. I had her pretty low. And then I would say Lean Merriweather, Zoe Kravitz, Michelle Pfeiffer, Halle Berry. Oh, we forgot Holly. Oh, fuck. Well, that, you know what? Selena Kyle's only. Although I don't know if all the TV show ones were specifically Selena Kyle. I bet you they were. Oh, no, they weren't. We don't know they if all... Zoe's playing Selena Kyle, but I assume she is. I'm assuming she is. Yeah. No, put, put Holly in yours. No, I'm rejecting her. She, she plays oh! uh, Prudence something. How much you want to bet Holly Berry is a Trump supporter? I don't I mean, at this point, dude, that's the thing. Anyone could be. Nobody knows. The only ones She's we know for sweaty. sure are crazy people who fucking dress as Vikings. Anyone could be. Ha- Halle Berry is very slutty on Instagram. And I have this feeling that she's like one of those like slutty Republicans. You know? She doesn't. I, I know. mean, she doesn't seem overtly political compared to everyone else. So. That's what I'm saying. Because I feel like she, if she was overtly political, you'd be like, oh, okay, she's liberal. But in Hollywood, when they're usually not overtly political, it's because they're they're either centrist or right leaning, and they don't want to get you know people. Yeah, we assume that about Taylor fingers. Swift, and that one didn't pan out. But I still love you, Taylor. Taylor's Taylor's always been left. Oh my God, you you poor little boy. <laughs> Taylor was clearly a left leaning person for sure. And, I mean, it doesn't. No one loves cats. It doesn't make her any harder to to look at. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep sure it going. Lots of cat All right, that's let's wrap up because that was a weird fucking episode. But man, I was I thank you for letting me do it. You know, I mean, it was it was yeah, it's good. Cool Boy Nation, email us any of your would you rather by sending them to the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Also, just email us at the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Do you think that Batman Returns is a, is a prophecy? Do you think any other movies are prophecies? Probably sure. not. This one certainly wasn't, but I had fun pretending it was. Uh, new episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out on Fridays. Be sure to like and subscribe. The making of the making and authorized distribution of this podcast supported over fifteen hundred jobs and involved Maybe. hundreds of thousands of work hours. And Possibly, be sure, sure. to no, none of that's true, but um, I mean, someone had to work to be able to get SoundCloud up and running for us to be able to do this. Yeah, we didn't build our own SoundCloud. 
It takes a village to run a podcast. And a stable RSS feed. Be sure to yes. it takes a village is Hillary Clinton's first, I think, first book. Uh, be sure to review us on Apple Podcasts and also listen to Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, yeah. Spotify, and YouTube. Especially if you like all this Batman talk. Yeah, but from a different perspective. Yeah, from an, an alternate <laughs> felk. <laughs> but still me. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from uh, Batfelk? It's, it's Bizies from Batfelk? Oh, nice. And it's Bizies from Biden's America Ballard. You are standing American boy. Fire! You've excelled in all things. Oh, my God. You son of a bitch. Fire! See, I got a huge cock. Oh, my God. You should just fucking smile and blow me. Fire! Give me what I want. Oh, my God. So you can run and tell that. God damn. Oh, boy. Get out of here. The whistle's got woo. Yeah.